Greetings and salutations guys, welcome back to the Illuminati. Um, we've got quite a fun one this week, we're going, we're going for the date this week aren't we? Yeah, before we start though, just so for people who've never seen this show before, I'm Craig, this, I'm is, Lord Badger. this is Lord Badger and we recognise we've probably not filmed for a little bit so uh, just for people who've never seen the show before, we pick a topic Yep. Once a week, we tell each other about that topic, go away to our own independent investigation of, which is, um, well, basically, if we can find on the internet, we can generally verify that it's not written by some person in his basement. But um, Although I do occasionally throw that person in the basement in. Yes. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and there are videos of me having met <laughs> because of shits and giggles. Check out Randy Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a video of Randy Kramer, an actual video of Randy, who he looks like as well, because I was so intrigued. Yeah. But, and it was worse than what you told me. <laughs> it was worse. I think the bits I got for, I got the transcript of the video. Because uh, I had the transcript on the video, and when I watched that video, it was like an hour and 40 minutes long. And I think I could only manage about 15 minutes of the video. I just went, fuck it, I'll take the transcript as gospel. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> anyway, we go, <laughs> we go away, do an in independent investigation, and what you've seen tonight on the show is we, we don't know what we need to research, we don't know what we've got. No. So my, my research is on broken phone. My research is all here. Y'all's, you print out a tree every week. That's true. Um, but yeah, we have no idea if we've got the same research or what we've got. Um, and then we have to answer the question, does that believe? Oh, yes, but there needs to be a question about what to believe in this week. And this week's question is what? I, I guess it's a bit of a loaded question. Did Christopher Columbus, was he the first person to find America? Like the Christopher Columbus? Oh, I think that's, that's going to be the title of the video. Did Christopher Columbus discover America? Yes. So um, that's the question at the end. Yes, but also... We're going to embellish a little bit this week. For the first time ever, we're going to embellish a bit more and go, should he be revered? I, I think it's going to come clear in my research, <laughs> um, but we'll see. Well, <laughs> the other reason we say that is because um, still, right now, in the United States of America... Um, well, this this is going up. We're filming this on the... 1st of October. 1st of October. In the hopes we're going to get it edited and ready for the 12th. Well, for Columbus, Columbus Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Before everyone starts going mental, Columbus Day is getting less and less of a thing in America right it now. It is, it is, it is. I think some places have returned, have replaced it with... Um, Indigenous Day. Indigenous Day, some people replaced it with Freedom Day. Yeah, yeah. Some people scrapped Oct uh, Columbus Day altogether in favour of Juneteenth. Juneteenth? Yeah, Juneteenth is a, a black celebration day, so it's, it's when the proclamation ended slavery. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah it's in the middle of June. But you can't really celebrate it. Like, I can't remember the exact date, so please forgive me. But say it was on the 2nd of June. Um, they can't celebrate the 2nd of June because it was passed in Washington on the 2nd of June. It took 12 days, 15 days, before some states found out about it. Right, okay. Because oh. they travelled by horse. So it's within that period, effectively. So it's, it's like between the, the 10th and the. <laughs> Eight nineteen, somewhere in between. So there. it's like June teens yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. different states celebrate on different day because that's when they got the news. Makes sense. Um, it's not like today where Congress passed a law and we all know within minutes. This is this was like yeah, it took weeks for it to go around. Makes so June teens is kind of a the end of slavery and is kind of a, a black celebrated holiday. Okay, so so we, Columbus Day is coming less and less of a thing, and I'm only pointing that out because Columbus Day has become quite racially loaded. 
in America over recent years. And the thing is, though, because we don't celebrate, so we're from the UK, we're in Leeds in the UK, and we don't celebrate Columbus Day. So, you know, we, we've... We've we have no emotional attachment to this no, at no. all. We're completely outsiders. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not a UK holiday at all. Um, and you know, we've before I investigated this, I only really knew like what I'd heard at school. Like Christopher Columbus sailed the oceans from the Americas, and yeah, Henry I mean, was revered as, as a as a hero, and he was responsible for creating that link between Europe and, and America. Yeah, I mean, history in when I did history in high school um, in the. The history of the UK is kind of is World War Two. We beat the Nazis. This is the Holocaust. Nazis are evil. Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus discovered America. Now let's talk about how feudal England got rid of uh, brought in hedgerows. You know the Enclosure Act <laughs> and the Stuarts and the uh, all that sort of thing. Just like here, yeah, then we go down this this terrible, terrible time of yeah. Middle East. But we have we have one pass one lesson going. Oh, Columbus discovered America. And then we had 12 weeks of how landlords put in hedgerows to district fields and not destroy common ground in the UK and in feudal England, sorry, like, yeah. It was riveting stuff. Riveting stuff, but yeah, the Enclosure Act, actually. I remember doing the Enclosure Act in school and it was boring as fuck. But now I find it really fucking interesting. <laughs> Bizarrely, now I find it really interesting. Do I even know you? <laughs> It's, it's because it's, it's when you see the start of government eroding people's rights. Oh, well, that's a different video. It's a different video, but that's why I find it interesting yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, school like this is boring. Why are we talking about edges? Why are we talking about fucking private edges in farms? I don't give a shit. Now I'm like, that's, that's been the first fucking, that's been the government, first documented evidence of the government using state power to remove common people's rights. That's right, yeah. It's really fucking important, but yeah. It's, it's anyway. a land division. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, so today. So. Really, yeah, we go on rants a lot, don't yeah. we? If you've never seen before, <laughs> you're actually nice. Um, so really, did Christopher? So we were always told Christopher Columbus found America. So did yeah, was what, Christopher Columbus the first person to find America? And what was the song Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue? Something about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the don't, don't know the rhyme. Yeah. But other than did Christopher Columbus find America? Um, was he the first one to find America? And secondly, should he be revered? So I'm doing the double one this week, and that is new. That is new. That is new. Um, so, so let's crack into it then. Uh, yeah, so, I don't, so typically you open, so I'll let you crack on. I'll, I'll, I'll set the scene. <clears throat> so, the first Columbus Day celebration recorded in the United States was in New York on October 12, 1792, to honour Italian American heritage. Interesting. So, it had nothing to do with Christopher Columbus mm-hmm. finding America. Is Christopher Columbus even Italian? It was. Held in New York on October 12, 1972, held to honour Italian American heritage. The only Italian American heritage I know is like Godfather stuff, you know? But yeah, but yeah, so it wasn't even the original Columbus Day, wasn't even. Columbus Day. Columbus Day. Was it even like to celebrate Columbus finding America? It was celebrate Italian American okay. heritage, which I'm assuming. So it's Columbus been hijacked somehow? Yeah. Okay. Um, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1937, so don't forget 1792 he started, in 1937 Roosevelt proclaimed October 12th to be Columbus Day, a national holiday. In 1971 the holiday date was changed to the second Monday in October. So the date changes every year. So the second Monday in October. So, so it's kind of like Easter Sunday we have over here, isn't it? Like, is it Easter moves? Every fucking year. So that means that it's the 11th of October, not the 12th. 
And so it's the 11th this year. Yeah. Then. Right. So it gives me one less day of editing. He loves it. We don't need to edit. We're perfect. <laughs> right. For various reasons, many places have changed the name of the holiday. Berkeley, California replaced Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day in 1992 to have the original inhabitants of the island where Columbus landed. Which I find not funny, right? I'm just going to break off from it, right? So, Berkeley, California have gone, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not even celebrating Columbus finding America. We're changing it to Indigenous Peoples Day to celebrate the original inhabitants of the island where Columbus landed. But he did, he landed in the Bahamas. Right, so California celebrate uh, honouring the indigenous people of the Bahamas. But Columbus Day wasn't about celebrating Columbus landing in the Bahamas. Columbus Day was about honouring Italian American heritage. So, do you Americans even know what your fucking holidays are? I, I'm really confused as to what we're celebrating now. So, why did Roosevelt hijack that date and say, from this point forward, it's now... He didn't. I thought that's what he said. 1792 was the first... 12th October 1792 was to honour Italian-American heritage. Yeah, okay, that's the original holiday. Yeah. yeah. Roosevelt, in 1937, proclaimed October 12th for Columbus Day a national holiday. So he didn't say it was to celebrate Columbus right. finding America. It was just, it's a national holiday. To celebrate Columbus. To celebrate Italian-American heritage nationally. Or so the hijacking to celebrate Columbus. I don't know which one he did. So, so did, did Roosevelt, so just to be completely sure, because I've never heard this before, did, did, did Roosevelt say... <clears throat> um, this is he, a day celebrating Columbus. It, it's a day celebrating Columbus. Did, did he say this replaces the previous holiday, I, or is it something else? I couldn't time? actually tell you. Okay. I don't know if Roosevelt hijacked the Italian American Heritage Holiday to place it with Columbus Found America Day. But that sounds like that's very political. It go, is, isn't it? We're going to wipe out the Italian American holiday. Yeah. Just there in another one. Yeah. It's it's very similar to um, how the Christian Church killed April first as the national as as the New Year's Day in the UK and called it April Fool's Day. Oh uh, well, as, as I mentioned plenty of times, I'm a pagan. We we celebrate um, Winter Solstice on 21st December. Yeah. And even though it's widely regarded by scholars that Jesus was born in June, his birthday was changed to 25th December because if you're taking over that when the Romans invaded England, if you're taking over a country, it's easier to get them to submit to your new order if your holidays around the same time. So we'd be celebrating the solstice on the 21st and the Romans would celebrate the birth of Christ on the 25th. So that kind of party together and then over time, people start to party on the 25th and not the 21st and you slowly remove paganism from the country. But but the, what, I'm, what I'm saying about, about uh, April 1st being the original New Year's Day um, and it then becoming April Fool's Day was that was a specific political to, 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 to take the piss out of paganism to, to you don't even know when the, when the year starts yeah, and to remove paganism completely mm-hmm. and this if Roosevelt's done that it, was it a political was it this, this political thing going do you know do you know I didn't even happened? look at that when I wrote these notes I'm going to look into it more was, was I don't that, actually know that what's that something that you know was there something happening where we're like, we need to stop these Italians having a fucking celebration we what, what we're going to do uh, what, who, yeah, Columbus sounds like a good idea. Let's get Columbus mm-hmm. in on the apps. Um, um, so yeah, that, if you guys know, well, yeah. please let us know. I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't read it that way. Actually, whenever I wrote this, very naive. Um, um, <clears throat> so, of California changed Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day in '92. In '89, South Dakota started calling the holiday Native American Day. '989, yeah. yeah, yeah. South Dakota started calling the holiday Native American Day. Mm-hmm. This isn't a new thing. This is what, 40 years, 30 years? Why is it Native... So, 
Right, okay. Again, forgive my ignorance here again. Okay. So, they've gone from having a, a, an Italian-American celebration to being Columbus Day, where they've gone, well, we kind of know a bit about the history of Columbus, we're now going to do Native American Day. How... How... The, 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 they've got no... No connection. Relationship whatsoever. As far as I'm aware, Columbus never met a Native American. He, exactly, he did not. Yeah. Um, um, well, not that I'm aware of. Alabama celebrates a combination of Columbus Day and American Indian Heritage Day. But, like, right, all these things are worth celebrating though. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, no, we're not saying one's better than the other, we're yeah, just yeah. trying to, it, it's getting confusing. And Hawaii calls it Discovery Day. Uh, that's, that's probably the more politically correct one. Mm -hmm. we, we were discovered! You other know. countries also celebrate Columbus with different holidays. Okay. Uh, for example, in the Bahamas, it's called Discovery Day, and as Dia de la Haspinad and Fiesta Nacional in Spain. <laughs> Dia de la Haspin Haspinidad. Uh, I love it when we're asking you to, to uh, pronounce. Hispanidad. <laughs> Dia de la Hispanidad. Dia de la Hispanidad. In Fiesta Nacional in Spain. I just love when we're saying. It, it's so funny when, when we ask Patrick another video. And I'm a Yorkshireman and I drink. <laughs> and he's Yorkshire direct to go, can you uh, read that French? Uh, come on to Pell 2. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I get these, this is brilliant. I've got, to, I've got to ask him to say it several times. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's like a brief history. So I know I kind of skipped over a lot there, but. I didn't want to get bogged down into what days celebrate what and why. And, okay, so, so ultimately... I just wanted to kind of point out that they started in 1792 as a, um, a holiday of Italian American American heritage. Yeah. Seems, I'm going to put my neck out here and say 1937, Roosevelt turned it into a celebration of Columbus rather than a celebration of Italian American heritage. There's got to be a reason why, that doesn't make any sense. Because um, it's a national holiday, you wouldn't make Italian heritage a national holiday. But in the UK, when we've got national holidays, we've got a day off work paid as a bank yeah, yeah. holiday. Yeah, but you don't make it about a single thing. We don't have like, oh, Black History Month, well, I'm get a month off work. So I'm Black History <laughs> Month, you know. Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? You don't. So this is a national holiday. Yeah. So you wouldn't have all of America having a national holiday because of Italian American heritage. So I'm assuming he changed it to celebrate Columbus discovering America. I don't think they have a day off because of Columbus, though. Not, it's, well, not, it's a national holiday. But it's not a bank holiday where you get paid from work and you get day off. I'm sure national holidays are, like Thanksgiving, Labor Day, Columbus Day. I'm but sure they are. Again. I, and, it, and, it's a, and it put it as the second Monday in October, so it is a bank holiday Monday. So it's, well, yeah, similar to Easter where it moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's on a Monday, so it's bank holiday Monday. Well, like we have over here. We on it. We're the only ones that have a bank holiday Monday. Yeah, but national holidays more yeah. or less a bank holiday. All right, it could be. It could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then, yes, yeah, since '89, they've been changing it to Native American Day in South Dakota in '92. California, Berkeley, California, changed it to uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, it can't be a national holiday then. If you can rename your national holiday to whatever you fancy. <laughs> so I wonder if it's still a national holiday. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. America's fucked. It's a bit weird, this. I've not even started with the detail it, of what I've found so far. It's a national holiday, but different places call it different things. We can call it whatever we want to, yeah. It's like, it's like having Christmas Day in some states and other days, it's like, no, no, it's not Christmas Day, it's Christborn Day. Um, I don't know, it's, it's just a bit... 
Anyway. Columbus was widely read in geography, astronomy and history. He formulated a plan to seek a western sea passage to the East Indies, hoping to profit from the lucrative spice trade. Following Columbus's persistent lobbying to multiple kingdoms, Catholic monarchs Queen Elizabeth I and King Ferdinand II agreed to sponsor a journey west. Columbus left Castile in August 1492 with three ships and made landfall in the Americas on 12th October, ending the period of human habitation in the Americas now referred to as the pre-Columbian era. His landing, was placed, his landing place was an island in the Bahamas known by its native inhabitants as Guana, Guahane. Yes, another one! <laughs> Columbus subsequently visited the islands now known as Cuba and Hispaniola. Establishing a colony in what is now Haiti. Oh, Haiti, I can never fucking pronounce that one. The first European settlement in the Americas since the Norse colonies nearly 500 years earlier. He arrived back in Castile in early 1493, bringing a number of captive natives with him. Word of his voyages soon spread throughout Europe. Columbus made three further voyages to the New World, exploring Lesser Antilles in 1493, Trinidad and the northern coast of South America in 1498 and the eastern coast of Central America in 1502. He never clearly renounced his belief that he had reached the Far East and gave the name Indians to the indigenous people he encountered. By 1484, Columbus presented his plans to King John II of Portugal. He proposed that the king equip three stated ships and grant Columbus one year's time to sail out to, into the Atlantic, search for a western route to the Orient and return. Columbus also requested he be made Great Admiral of the Ocean, appointed governor of any lands he discovered, and given one-tenth of all revenue of those lands. The king submitted Columbus' proposal to his experts, who rejected it. It was there considered being Columbus' estimation of a travel distance of 2,400 miles was far too low. On 1st of May 1486, permission having been granted, Columbus presented his plans to Queen Isabella, who in turn referred to a committee after passing of much time, the savants of Spain, like their car in Portugal, replied to Columbus to grossly underestimate the distance to Asia. So, my notes are out of order there. So, what I'm going to go back on is, uh, let's go back to 1484. Okay. Right? <clears throat> so, in 1484, Columbus went to King John of Portugal and said, right, look, all these spices are coming out of the Orient, out of the Far East. Um, really fucking lucrative. We can make a fuck ton of money. Alright? The problem with it is it takes that long to get there and get back. So, I reckon, if I go west, I can get to the Orient quicker. Wasn't he also trying to avoid pirates? Yeah. So, like, if I go west and this way, I can find a really quick route to the Orient. And then I can get there and back. I can do a trip there and back and go there and back again before one ship can get there and back. I can double the amount. I can cut the time in half and that's... And um, the king's obviously like... King John II of Portugal's like, fucking, what? I can double my money up at Spice Trade? Fuck yes. Well, um, and this is before the Silk Road, don't forget. Yeah, so it, there was a bit of an argument though, wasn't there? I think you, you so, set up on it there. Well, but, like, so his governors... You, you don't quite have the right distance, my friend. His governors <laughs> who said... Um, the king submitted Columbus' proposal to his experts, because obviously he's like, fuck, if I can double my money and shorten the time, yes, please. And uh, his experts went, um, we're, we're, in our considered opinion, his distance is a bit short, because he said we're two, he reckoned it was 2,400 miles. It's not 2,400 <laughs> miles. Not in any imagination. I think he went double that, I think, wasn't it? 
when it hit the Bahamas. And it's like, you're not anywhere near the fucking Orient, mate. <laughs> Absolutely not. So he went because he, basically you've got the globe. Oh, don't let the flat earthers say he the globe. <laughs> Fuck off, flat earthers. <laughs> so you've got the globe, and they're going like, oh, well, we're going from here to here. But if I go this way, I'll get there quicker. But didn't realise that all of this part of the globe is here. There's another half of the globe. Like, they're only discovered this half of it. Yeah. So uh, there was there was still the um, discussion. It was relatively well known that it was a globe, and there's still flat Earth at that point. They still thought they could circumvent, could kind of go around the flat Earth rather than from yeah. uh, around the globe. So there's still some people suggesting that he thought the the globe was flat, and he didn't. He knew he, he, he could knew see it was the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but he just underestimated how big the globe was because like oh by going by all the places we know the time takes getting the globe must be this big yeah and it's like yep your maps are sound apart from you don't know the entire eastern side of the globe exists <laughs> now the whole northern hemisphere more or less exists you know can i just point out so far the things you've said uh is not once yet have you said that he landed and set foot in America. Mm-hmm. Just making it Not yet, I am. Not yet, I am. He landed the Bahamas. Yeah. And the Antilles. They're not America. Um, United States of America is what to call it. Nope. Bahamas, Guanahana, Hispaniola, and Haiti. So, or Haiti, whatever so, you so, call can, it. So, in here, can I just jump straight in? Yeah, yeah. He didn't ever step foot in America, the United States of America, not once. Not yet. No, he never did. I know, he never did. I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for people. He never did, I know he never did. I fucking researched it. I'm trying to lead the fucking, a bit of suspense for the episode, you know? So, I just, it just blows my fucking mind how... My entire life, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue, discovered America. No, he fucking didn't. He didn't once step foot in America. So, I know... He got close. Yeah. He got close to Florida at one point, I think, if I remember my notes correctly. Um, but, I just want to point out, I just want to go back a bit, right? So, it's 1484. Oh, yeah, so I, I fucked your timeline up here, so right. please do. That's not my whole job. Anyway. Um, Leif Erikson. Father. Thanks. Right, Leif Erikson. His father, Eric the Red. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, we... So now we're jumping to people who we think might have gone to America before Columbus did. Right, let's let this very clear. So I know about I know about Leaf. So mm-hmm. what we're doing now is deviating a little bit from Christopher Columbus because Columbus was supposedly. Well, this is going to be my timeline because it was in chronological order. This guy got there. This guy got there. This is when Columbus was supposedly went. Right. Okay. But we jumped ahead. So yeah, so, so let's go back to get this all back on track. Let's let's make this clear then. So what we're going to do now is we're going to. This talk is about people who allegedly discovered America. Before Columbus did. But Columbus did he was set foot in America then. The question is, did Columbus discover America? Right, let's just... It's generally accepted it did. Oh, okay. Right? So, people who got there before him. Right. right. Like, I'm going to go find Leif in my notes now. Leif Erikson, his father, Eric the Red, founded the first European settlement of Greenland after being expelled from Iceland around 1985 AD for killing a neighbour. Eric's red father himself had been banished from Norway for committing manslaughter. Nice guy. Right, so Leif Erikson, right, his father, Eric the Red, yeah. 
founded the first European colony in Greenland in 1985, uh, 985 AD. 985 AD. 985, yeah. Okay. Um, he founded that. Uh, he got kicked out of that for killing someone. The Viking way, right. I'm sure. I mean, he had form because the only reason he set up the first European colony in Greenland is because he got kicked out of Norway for manslaughter. So he killed someone in Norway, got kicked out, went fuck you, I want to go find my own place. Discovered Greenland, set up a European colony there, killed someone, got kicked out. <laughs> it's weird though, because I've, I've always envisioned the Vikings to be, they, they held court. Mm-hmm. They, did, they, they, had, they, they had a parliament of sorts, mm-hmm. so they held court. So whenever someone of any kind would, um, if anyone did anything, court would be held and basically say, you know, you could be, you could be, however you're, merciful killing will mm-hmm. be this is how it be it must have been of good standing to go do you know what instead of killing you just fuck off yeah yeah just like get the fuck out there yeah. like, and I think probably because they kicked, you must have had good standing they kicked him out so they took a Greenland set up a colony there and then brought a lot of fucking trade back from Greenland to Norway well the irony of Greenland is not very green <laughs> yeah yeah but it brought a lot of trade back in like furs and stuff and right. trees like certain woods and whatnot. so when he kills someone in Greenland and he goes up in front of Carlson and went, oh, I'm going to kill this guy, aren't I? He's like, oh, just send him off and he might fucking die. Or he might just fucking find somewhere else and bring new furs in new wood. Off you fuck, lad. <laughs> you can have a boat, you can have a fork here, and you can fuck off and. Yeah, you're not allowed that, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, in 1985, he killed his neighbour. Um, um, so, he got kicked out. So, about nine. Um, the Lord believed to be born in 970, got kicked out in 985. Around 1000 AD, Ericsson sailed east with his ancestral home of Norway. There, King Olaf I converted him to Christianity and charged him with protestizing the region of the pagan settlers of Greenland. Ericsson converted his mother, who built Greenland's first Christian church, but not his outlaw father. Icelandic legends called sagas recounted Ericsson's exploits in the New World around AD 1000. These Norse stories were spread by word of mouth before becoming recorded in the 12th and 13th centuries. So still a hundred years before, so 500 years before uh, Christopher Columbus ever set sail, Ericsson has recorded sales of him uh, two different accounts as to how he arrived at North America. So there was one wasn't there where supposedly he just simply got lost trying to get back to Norway and then he just uh, appeared and said, what is this great new land? According to the saga of Eric the Red, Ericsson crossed the Atlantic by accident after sailing off course when he was turned away from Norway after his conversion to Christianity. The saga of the Greenlanders, however, recounts that Ericsson's voyage to North America was no fluke. Instead, the Viking explorer had heard of a strange land to the west from Icelandic trade and Bjarne Herjolfsson, who more than a decade earlier had overshot Greenland and sailed by the shores of North America without setting foot upon it. Ericsson bought the trader's ship, raised a crew of 35 men and retraced the route in reverse. After crossing the Atlantic, the Vikings encountered a rocky, barren land in present-day Canada. Ericsson bestowed upon the land a name as boring as the surroundings. Helluland, Old Norse for Stone Slabland. <laughs> Researchers believe this location could possibly have been Baffin Island. The Norsemen then voyaged south to a timber-rich location they called Markland, Forest Land, most likely in present-day Labrador, before finally setting up a base camp likely on the northern tip of the island of Newfoundland. Yeah. The Vikings spent an entire winter there, 
and benefited from the milder weather compared to their homeland. They explored the surrounding region, abounding with lush meadows, rivers teeming with salmon and wild grapes so suitable for wine that Ericsson called the region Vinland, or Wineland. After spending the winter in Vinland, Ericsson and his crew sailed home to the windswept Greenland with badly needed timber and plentiful portions of grapes. Ericsson, who would succeed Eric the Red as chief from the Greenland settlement after his father's death, never returned to North America, but other Vikings continued to sail west of Vinland for at least the ensuing decade. In spite of North America's more bountiful resources, the Viking settlers remained in desolate Greenland. This was perhaps due to the violent encounters, including the slaying of Ericsson's brother Thorwald, they had with the indigenous population in North America. So basically they went over, found a load of stone, moved down, found a load of wood, moved a little bit further, found a load of grapes, went, this place is fucking brilliant, went a little bit further down, got fucking battered by the indigenous people, went back up, kept the grapes, got the wood, let's have a down south again, no, nope, we got battered again, alright, we'll stay up here. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so the, um, the site you're talking about there, <clears throat> well, so, so my in next Newfoundland, in Newfoundland, my next state, if you don't mind, yeah. Archaeologists have unearthed evidence that supports the saga stories of the Norse expeditions to America. In 1960, Norwegian explorer Helge Ingstad scored the coast of Labrador, Newfoundland for signs of a possible settlement, and he found it on the northernmost tip of Newfoundland at the Sanso Meadows. An international team of archaeologists, including Ingstad's wife Anne, excavated artifacts of Viking origin dating from around AD 1000 and the remains of a Norse village are now part of a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And I had a look at it as well and um, it's very clearly out of place. So it's not, mm -hmm. it's very clearly, ever, anything you've ever seen Viking, it, it looks very yeah. Viking. And it looks like nothing discovered yeah, in yeah. that time frame, it, in, in that, con that yeah. country, yeah. 100%. So that was, so Eric the Red is probably, is the most, the, p the person who's probably left physical evidence to say, I made it here way before Christopher Columbus found it. 500 years before Columbus found it. About others. Uh, interestingly, but. in 1964, President Lyndon Johnson signed a proclamation that declared October the 9th to be Leif Erikson Day in honour of the Viking explorer, his crew and the country's Nordic American heritage. So there is actually a Leif Erikson Day. It's the 9th of October. It's three... But I like that it's before Columbus. <laughs> like, when oh, he got there before Columbus, it, it covers all days, three days before Columbus, that is. Because it's, he got yeah. there first. So, so I think Columbus is probably celebrated for not being there first, but he opened up the Western world 500 years after Leif Erikson and yeah. said, there's a new world over there, let's create this this new trade or this, yeah. new, this new way of... But he certainly didn't see it first. In fact... There was supposedly legend of before the Viking, Leif Erikson. Right, so you were saying someone, I've got the earliest one I've got is Erikson getting there in about 1000 AD. You say you got someone earlier? Potentially. Go on. So, is this the Irish monk? Yes. Right, yeah, I've read this, but I didn't put it in my notes because it sounds like one of those, as a pagan, I'm allowed to say this, sounds like one of those batshit crazy pagan tales. Uh, yeah, so I'll I'll just read out what we have. So um, this theory, um, it, well, it's kind of a legend more than anything else. Yeah. But a sixth-century Irish monk named Saint Brendan supposedly sailed to North America on a curragh, a wood-framed boat covered with animal skin. 
He alleged his journey in detail in the ancient annals of Ireland. Brendan was a real historical figure mm -hmm. who travelled extensively around Europe. Yeah. Um, there's no specific evidence to say he ever landed in North America, but uh, his stories about how he got there um, suggest he might have done, but he didn't leave any physical evidence behind. And in 1976, a writer called Tim Severin um, set out to prove that a journey was actually possible. So Severin built what Brendan had, an exact replica of the Karak, and sailed along the route described by the travelling monks, and he did land in Canada. So, so in 6th century, monks said, well, I built a boat, I went this way, I told about his diary, how he got there, and then in 1976, someone went, let's see if I can do it. It's exactly the same See, boat. that's, that's debunked it for me, because I, I, I were... Oh, like a crack? Have you seen a crack? You can't get fucking over Atlantic Ocean in a crack. It's a tiny little boat. It's a, it's a like a fucking leap thing. Like when you fucking you, you're gonna be dead. To, the moment you can't see land anymore, you're fucked. Yes, exactly. But no, if someone did it in 1976, being the exact same stuff, then well than fucking Father Brendan. Well done, Paul. So it's not well. There's no evidence he landed there. However. To leave a diary of how could, we got there. To leave a diary how we got there, you can follow the journey and do it. Kind of suggests you did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of this has been embellished, how much of this has been rewritten um, since America was found. I don't. Yeah. It's, you could you could easily rewrite and re rewrite history. We know for a fact we've rewritten history, 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 history yeah. continually. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't know about the 1976 voyage, so I just kind of, to me, it just sounded like, it's a fucking crack. That can't get over the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Fuck off. Maybe the Atlantic Ocean. You can barely get that model. You, you can probably get across the channel on it, and you can go across Europe on it because you hugged the coastline. Personally, I was surprised you'd get down the River Air, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, they can. I mean, it's, it's getting from England to France is probably fucking dodgy, or England to Scandinavia yeah, yeah. is dodgy. Definitely. But once you get over it, then if you've got like a calm day, good weather, good wind behind you, you get over there pretty quickly, then you you just keep like fucking you keep the keep the coast on your left hand side. So if anything fucking goes wrong you can always swing back to shore. It you must know. have been incredibly lucky to be able to make it there and back. It's like Yeah, it, it must have taken ages. Travel with the grace of God, didn't they? With a father. Well, so that's the, without evidence, that was a person who supposedly may have got there before Lee yeah. Ferrickson. Um, but I've got another one okay, that might have got there before Columbus. Okay. Not before Lee Ferrickson, but before Columbus. Um, in the 15th century, so same time as, um, same century as Columbus. Is this a Ming Dynasty one? Uh, yeah, the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, so the theory is espoused by a small group of scholars and amateur historians led by Gavin Menzies. A retired British naval officer. It asserts that a Muslim Chinese eunuch mariner, mariner, a eunuch, yeah, poor bastard, a Muslim Chinese eunuch mariner. It's a very specific. <laughs> yeah, from the Ming Dynasty, discovered America seventy-one years before Columbus. Zheng, as is Zheng, was a real historical figure who commanded a huge armada of wooden sailing vessels in the early fifteenth century. He explored Southeast Asia, India, and the east coast of Africa using navigational techniques that were, at the time, cutting edge. But Menzies, in his best-selling 2003 book, he wrote a book about this. I wonder <coughs> how, I wonder why. For those that are new to the channel, follow the money. 
If this guy's espousing something that's new that's never been heard before, ooh, why is he saying this? Oh, look, he's got a fucking book out. It's making money. Um, but Mendes hit his best selling 2003 book, best selling. He made a fuck ton of money then. Um, best selling compared to what though? I don't know, it just says best selling 2003. Biff, Kip, and Chipper? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it got in the charts of something, did it? Right, fourteen twenty one. Year the China discovered America. Asserts that Zen sailed to the east coast of the United States and made established settlements in South America. Menzies based his theory on evidence from old shipwrecks, Chinese and European maps, and accounts written by navigators of the time. Menzies' scholarship, though, has been called into question. Many of his claims are presented without a shred of proof, says historian Robert Finlay, writing in the Journal of World History. Indeed, most historians say the China First theory is full of holes. But he wrote a book. Yeah. If you want to talk about other books, we, we did the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> which changes depending which author you're reading. Exactly, so... I mean, it's not even like, oh, it changed a bit here and a bit there. But it's something like... A, a thousand, a million, like a million square kilometres difference. <laughs> depending on which person... Like, so I don't know, only three and a half million square kilometre difference it was between books. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So, it, you make some some in, uh, amazing claims that only this book has found out. Yeah. You buy it, you read it and go, this is a lot of bollocks, but it doesn't matter. Your money, he's got your money. I've got <laughs> exactly. your money now. See you, mate. Go and buy one, I've got your 10 quid. They don't give a shit if you don't like it. So, yeah, I mean, this isn't, there's a couple more. Like, on, this one has some physical evidence to an extent. Right. Not of people, mm-hmm. but of, of other stuff. <laughs> so, Polynesian yams and shakier claims. Yes, yes, I know this claim. Continue. So, there's a chance that the Polynesians visited America way before Columbus did. Polynesian, Polynesia is like New Zealand, Brazil, or something. I thought was it uh, Polynesia, Brazil. Well, Surely Brazil, South America. It's like, oh, well, South America got well, cost fucking did the walk though. <laughs> it, it, it might be. I thought Polynesia was like Indonesia. Um, well, I'll, I'll read it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the oldest carbonized sweet potato evidence in the Pacific goes back to about 1000 AD. So, 500 years before Columbus sailed mm-hmm. to the Americas. Um, it wasn't a particularly convincing piece of evidence at the time. But French scientists have found better samples from a herbarium collected by early European explorers. And through genetic analysis, they were able to show the Polynesians took sweet potatoes from America and spread them across Southeast Asia and the Pacific, where they are now ubiquitous. There are also studies which link Brazilian DNA to that of the Polynesians through another recent study and put the findings under question. It seems very likely that the Polynesians did in fact reach America and establish some kind of trade routes. If this happened, it was before Columbus' time, but it's not completely clear if it was before Leif Davis and the Vikings. We're not, they're not completely sure, but based upon the evidence they found, it could be of a similar could be thing. around that time. It could yeah. be a little bit before, maybe a little bit afterwards, but... And there's no... Well, like I said, there's no bearing straight at that point because it's gone by then. It's bearing straight, it's long gone by then. Yeah, but yeah. even then, it's still a fucking, it's a massive journey from. Yeah, I mean, there was no physical way to get to North America. That that that. Not to sailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
Another intriguing analysis on the Peruvian mummies uh, found that, that at least one such mummy had been embalmed using resin from a tree that only grew in Oceania and New Guinea. Both the mummy and the tree dated back to 1200 AD. So Oceania is New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. yeah. So recent studies place the earliest migration between 25,000 and 15,000 years ago. Technically, you could say they were the first ones to discover America. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty solid proof. I mean, if you're talking the embalming from a specific tree in, in Oceania only. Yeah, so they've got over to Oceania and then they've got this evidence of having yams that only grow in this part of it, where you can genetically track and box that part of America, then, yeah, I'd say they got there first. Uh, y- y- well, maybe. I mean, you don't really know for certain how things travelled and got there, but... Right, right, I'd say, well, we know the Vikings got there, it's a fucking UNESCO World Heritage Site. That's, yeah, that's not what, no. So they got there, Yes. what, fucking 400, 500 years before Columbus did? Um, that's guaranteed, that's definite, so they weren't the first one to discover America. Um, the Polynesians might have got there a little bit before, a little bit after the Vikings. Chinese, I'm going to say they didn't, because the guy who wrote a fucking book, and meant he's a, the only claims have come out of this book, this one book that got written. That's right. Um, and the Irish monk, I don't know, I think people could have, over the period of history, have gone... Oh well, like Irish Irish historians are telling this tale, and then it could be new technology and mapping and stuff like that comes to light that it couldn't have met it. And go, well, well, he went this way. Actually, Dyer says he went left for two days. No, he went right for two days. But we'll correct him to make sure he got there. I mean, you could, yeah, of course, you can rewrite stuff. Um, as you know, things have been found. You can go well. No one's really checking this shit. We'll just rewrite his diary. You yeah, know, just to go well. We did and it. And his diary says this. Yeah, yeah, and. You're the keeper of the diary, you're the authority on it, so no one's going to question you. I mean, maybe doing it to service. I've never read the diary. I don't know oh. if it's been well protected or rewritten. I've got no idea. No, no, I'm just talking human nature. Yeah. Um, but you want to protect you. I want to be the first and I'll do whatever it takes to protect that I'm the first. The Irish got there first, we'll protect yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, the, the Chinese, I, I don't think, got there. Um, the Irish, I'm not sure about. Polynesians, I'm tempted to say, yeah. And the Vikings, definitely. There's one more, but it's a really, really, really mm. thin one. It really is a thin one. Mm-hmm. And this is based upon DNA sequencing and so on and so forth. So it's a bit of a leap, um, but it's a big leap. And it does go back to bearing straight 20 years, 1,000 yeah. years yeah. ago. So it's called the Sultrian Hypothesis in, in North American archaeology. So what it says is, I'm just going to read this. Normally I'll paraphrase and I will talk around it because we're ready properly. But this is worth just reading. So just let me just take two minutes. So the Sultrian hypothesis argues that people from Europe may have been among the early settlers of the Americas. Its notable recent proponents include Dennis Stanford at the Smithsonian and Bruce Bradley at the University of Exeter. The hypothesis contrasts with the mainstream archaeology orthodoxy that North American continent was first populated by people from Asia, either by the Bering Land Bridge from 13,500 years ago or by maritime travel along the Pacific coast or by both. The idea of the Clovis Solutrine Solutrian link remains... Who can't pronounce it now, bitch? So- <coughs> Clovis Solutrian! <laughs> um, remains controversial. Doesn't It hasn't got wide acceptance. However, the hypothesis is challenged by large gaps between um, the 
Clovis culture and the Soltrian eras. A lack of evidence is also around. But in 2014, the an autosomal DNA of a male infant from 12,500 year old deposited in the Montana was sequenced. The skeleton was found in close association with several artifact, Clovis artifacts. Comparisons showed strong affinities with DNA from Siberian sites and virtually ruled out any close affinity with the European sources. The DNA sample showed strong affinities with Native American populations. So it's, it's saying that there's a strong affinity, not, not as a guarantee, but the DNA is very strongly linked to North American tribes and populations. Yeah, but you talk when it says strongly linked, that means like five or six generations removed. It's a massive stretch, yeah, but yeah. It's, just, it's just worth saying that the soldiering hypothesis is that when the Bering Strait was around, people migrated across to North America, and actually it was Europeans got there, Chinese got there, yeah, way I mean, before. Yeah, before we had Chinese culture and yeah. European civilisations. If you've got, if this you've got is where, that can link together, why would you not cross it? Yeah, I mean, this is where, um, you know, we, we think of camels as being indigenous to the Middle East. <laughs> they're not, they're not. They're American. Yeah. Uh, no, they're just bottled up the Bering Strait. I thought they shipped them in now. Pardon? No, no, the, no, there's no camels in America. They shipped camels from the Middle East to America. Right? I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'm reading this, maybe remembering this. Right, so, with the Bering Strait, the landmass between the two continents, yeah, yeah, camels kind of just migrated over it and went back during the seasons, went back and forth during the season, and then it's during a period of time the Bering Strait's gone. Camels are left stranded in mid in Middle East now, so they're just evolved to be in the Middle East. But they are indigenous to America. There's just none of them left in America. They all travelled over to the Middle East, and the Bering Strait collapsed. So I, I, I read something. I'm sure it's something else. I, mean, I'm, I might have to find out on a break or something that we have. But I thought there were certain parts in the Middle East where camels weren't even indigenous to the area, and they just shipped them in. Yeah, they're not indigenous to all the Middle East. Yeah, there's so certain areas to ship them into. They like. Dubai, though they ship camels into Dubai. Do they? Because they built Dubai up and there's this tourism thing that the Middle East has camels and Dubai, Saudi Arabia is like, we, we, we don't have camels. Um, bring them in for the man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might be something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something like that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I can, I can buy that. that we, you know, it's like a thing in it that everybody, if you follow genealogy, like everybody related to Genghis Khan. Uh, or something because they have that many kids that many kids that are, and that migrated and migrated and with so many generations down the line yeah, you yeah. Can, everyone can trace the lineage back to Genghis Khan so we're all migrated bastards yeah we're all, yeah he, he was a so all that there just kind of says Columbus didn't discover America <laughs> so the thing is though everybody kind of knows the history of Columbus so what we've not really done is go to the deep about how Columbus got his money we can pop, well, do you know what? Well, should we go to his first voyage? No, actually, what I think we should do is, we're going to go to his first voyage, but I said we should split this video into two parts. Did Columbus find America first, and should Columbus be revered? Right, so we're asking the, we're asking the first question now. I reckon this is a good point to say, did Christopher Columbus... So does that believe Christopher Columbus discovered America? This is a weird video, but yes, I think we should do a double. I thought you said double. yes. I thought you said yes. You fucking discovered it. Then I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I asked you a question. Does that believe Christopher Columbus discovered America? And you went yes. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, you idiot? No, but, but this is the first time we've ever done this. We're gonna do a double. Does that believe? So, does that believe 
Christopher Columbus discovered America. It's a very simple. Or the first person to discover America. The fact it never even stepped foot in America. <laughs> Landed in the Palmers in the South. Absolutely not. My dad does not believe Christopher Columbus found America. But I will say this. Um, even though he didn't specifically find America, he was historically massively important in, in regards to... He was, he was culturally important because he first set up that proper route from Europe into, um, into the Americas, found it properly, and other people followed and started colonisations and America became America after that. But he didn't find America. Well, I've got here because it's my closing for the end of the show because I didn't know we were doing a two-parter. Why the fuck not? Right. So I've got here. So if Columbus wasn't the first, why does he get all the credit? The only thing I can think of, as I said, is because of that historically, he set up this this first real European route into America. I've got here, he opened up America to Europe, which mm-hmm. was the expansionist power at the time. Yeah. He was the one who made it possible for them to conquer the Western Hemisphere and to bring with them the diseases that apparently wiped out 90% of the population. We'll talk about that soon. He wasn't the first, and that is very uh, that is a very Eurocentric view that he was the first. There were millions of people here already, and so their ancestors must have been the first. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was already discovered with people living there. But yeah, yeah, but it, the nice. rest of the world didn't know it was there. Well, the Vikings found it before they did. But, but they didn't really report this. Like, they well, didn't follow up. Didn't 500 years before Christmas, uh, Columbus, a daring band of Vikings led by the Americans, set foot in North America and established a settlement. And long before that, some scholars say the Americas seems to be visited by seafaring travellers from China and possibly visitors from Africa and even Ice Age Europe. Can we do a video about you pouring drink on his hand? It happened every single show. Holy my lip. What's going on? I've got here, in my closing notes, a popular legend suggests an additional event according to an ancient manuscript of a band of Irish monks led by St. Brendan oh. found in an oxide boat westward in the 6th century <laughs> searching new lands. <laughs> After seven years they returned home and part they discovered a land covered with luxuriant vegetation believed by some people today to be Newfoundland. And the first map of the world to show the newly discovered land across the ocean sea appeared in 1507, a year after Christopher Columbus's death. The mapmaker Martin Waldseemuller named the new world America after the Italian Amerigo Vespucci, who had explored the coastline of South America and was the first to realise there was a separate continent, not part of Asia. So, why does he get the credit? He opened up trade routes and he got a lot of fucking slaves, which I'm going to get into later. Yes, so um, I agree. But did he discover America? No. The Vikings knew it were there 500 years before he did. This is such an easy one, that one. That is so fucking easy. There's no... Yeah, like, the Vikings knew it were there 500 years before. Maybe the Irish knew it were there. But... Like, you can't... But, but it's, it's a very... That's why I was, it's very Eurocentric in going, like, well... Christopher Columbus didn't discover it, and the the Italian um, America Vespucci discovered it, and uh, all the Vikings discovered it five years before that. They're all European, like, does it not exist unless Europe knows it's there? No. (laughs) But that's how the world was at the time, the world was run by Europe, and the French Empire, the British Empire, and... For me, it's a very, very simple thing, that Christopher Columbus... Never set foot on continental America. So, USA... No, 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 not USA. The continent of America. Because oh, yeah. yeah. USA stops at Canada and stops at 
Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Right? They never stepped foot there. Right? No, we're talking America, the continent. Yeah. We're not talking North America, South America. We're talking America. So did he step foot in Argentina or Mexico or, or Paraguay or Uruguay? No. <laughs> he never stepped foot on mainland America. He stepped foot on the Bahama Islands and Hershey yep, uh, and... and so you could argue mm, he found the Americas but he didn't find America correct because those islands at the bottom are generally called the Americas aren't they yeah, yeah. you've got North America South America Americas um, and Canada Canadians watching ahead that we're classing Canada as part of America but it Sorry. is part of the North American continent so before we go to our second part of the show we both agreed and we don't always do this and we've never done a double a double no thing. no it's from my notes all out yeah but the next, the next part's a fun part, though. Yes. Um, so we both agreed, and it's pretty obvious historically. <laughs> There's no proof he still ever stepped foot on the no, continent of America. It didn't. And and you know, for example, Christopher Columbus was the first. Right? Wouldn't you can't show me any proof he stepped foot on the continent of America? Two. There's a fucking UNESCO World Heritage Site that says someone got there 500 years before him. It's pretty straight off. Straight off. <laughs> so, but some people might be going, well, Canada's not America. This is why I pointed out it's on the continent of America. So we're like, no, 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 no. You Canadian bastards. No. It's not, you're not us. Why I pointed out earlier, Canadians are going to be angry, but we're calling it the con- it's continental America, yeah, yeah, not yeah. United States of America. Got some Americans really upset right it's, now. It's continental America. So as I said, America is Canada, North America, and South America as a continent. And then the Americas are underneath it. Which I'm going to say to people who don't think Canada is part of the Americas, they suck it up, Buttercup. It really is. There's only five continents <laughs> in the world. There's only five continents in the world, and Canada's not one of them. <laughs> there you go. Fuck off. Well, you got Europe, Oceania, North America, South America. No. Europe, Oceania, Africa. Asia, America. You've got North and America, South no. American continents. No, they're not continents. What about Australasia? That's Oceania. And Australasia and Oceania are separate, aren't they? Uh, Australia, Austra- Australasia is now called Oceania. Right, okay. Either way, it's not called America. But you've got five, it's five continents. What, six? Is it six? North That's and six South America. Continents. Well, even if you've got North, if it's six, it's North and South America, a different continent. Yeah, they are. Then Canada's still part of North America. Yeah, but Continental. Don't tell the United States of America this, though. Like, it's like they don't care Canada don't have oil they don't need freedom <laughs> right so now we're going to go to the second part should Christopher Columbus be revered yeah and um, I think to do that we have to go through um, all three of his voyages yes bit by bit because if we go through all his voyages this gives you an idea of what kind of man he was yeah, that's fair. Um, getting more of a picture than I ever got taught in school. <clears throat> so, you know, I, what I will say is... I was shocked by this. I had an idea. So when I said we should do Columbus, mm-hmm. um, there's a part of me new. I, I'd heard little mm-hmm. bits. I did not know it was like this. No. So, um, his first voyage, um, he discovered the Bahamas. Is that 1492? 1492. Uh, so, uh, wait, 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 wait. Following Columbus' persistent lobby to multiple kingdoms, Catholic monarchs, Queen Elizabeth I and King Ferdinand II agreed to sponsor a journey west. 
Columbus left Castle or Castle Castile in August 1492 with three ships and made landfalls in the Americas on 12th of October. In the Americas, now referred to as pre-Columbian era. You notice that it says again, like they discover America. It's the Americas, not America. They discover yeah. they found right. Uh, his landing place was an island in the Bahamas, known by its native inhabitants as Guanahana. Columbus subsequently visited the islands now known as Cuba and Hisp Hispaniola, established a colony in now what is known as Haiti, its first European settlement in the Americas since the Norse colonists 500 years earlier. He arrived back in Castile in early 1493, bringing a number of captive natives with him. Word of his voyages soon spread throughout Europe. So, he landed in 1492, discovered the Bahamas, Cuba, Hispaniola, Haiti, and then went back home in 1493 with uh, three ships full of slaves. He did. And he struck a deal then with the, with the Spanish as well. So what it said is, he, he kind of stood to gain... So, okay, to put this... When he first went, when he first left, it was to again look at the spice trade. And it, well, he thought he could find a quicker route to the spice trade and get spices back, which had been fucking lucrative. Yeah, it had been the richest man in the world. But once, once, once he arrived in the Americas, gold took over. The idea of gold and precious metals—that was—it's like he had—he didn't leave to find that, but once he found it, it was like wow. And then he's, he struck a deal with the with the Spanish government. Um, so it said Columbus stood to gain significant wealth and power from his voyage. It negotiated um, terms with the King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. Its contract with the monarchs called the Capitulations of Santa Fe named Columbus the Admiral, Viceroy uh, and Governor of any land that he discovered. Yes, also they got the title Great Admiral of the Ocean. A fantastic title. Um, but yeah, and he got um, it was appointed Governor of any and all lands he discovered. Given one tenth of all revenue from those lands, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he he, he saw that one quite well. Yeah, because I don't think they were expecting him to find anything, but they said that you know it included um, pearls, precious stones, gold, silver, spices, or any other object that he oh. acquired um, within the Which new territory. Which also meant people. Yes, um, and the idea was that before he left. The belief was he had noble intentions, and those noble intentions turned to something very, very different. When approach with wealth, uh, approach with wealth and power, absolutely, yeah. absolute power corrupts absolutely, absolutely. Um, so he got back in 1493, early 1493. So his second voyage was 1493 to 1496. Speak up, yeah. <clears throat> Columbus left Port of Cadiz on 24th September 1493. With a fleet of seventeen ships, so only set off with three the first time. Yeah. This time, like, we know where we're going. They've got fucking, they've got slaves, they've got gold, they've got spices, they've got food we've never seen before. We're taking seventeen ships, twelve hundred men, and the supplies to establish a permanent colony in the New World. That's right. Modern studies suggest that the crew members may have included free black Africans who arrived in the New World about a decade before the slave trade began. Do you know who? Uh, it, <clears throat> just as well so he'd been so this is the thing that I the, the, the thing that blew my mind a little bit was he'd been come back and gone I thought I could shit over here and some of his passengers were priests mm -hmm. so they've gone over there going 
I can spread some Christian freedom. Yeah, we can convert these to the church. Yeah, uh, uh, but along with the priests, the, this is this is the irony for me. Now maybe I'm looking at it through a 21st century lens, but this is the irony. Alongside the priests who are going, I am God-fearing, I'm going to spread Christianity. Well, hundreds of fucking soldiers going, if they don't listen to your Christianity, well, fuck it, make them listen yeah, to your Christianity. Don't forget, right, the Pope is the... Because um, it's about the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Catholic Church. Yeah. Pope, yeah. So, the Pope is God's representative on Earth. Yes. But he isn't picked by God. But he's the voice of God. And, can, and, and that's God's will. Yes. But he's picked by man. Correct. He's picked by the Cardinals. Now, what do you think your chances are of becoming Pope if you're the father of a church in Cadiz? Not that great. What do you think your chances are of becoming Pope if you found, if you travel to a new land and convert it all to Catholicism? There's a smidgen more chance. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. These priests were corrupt with power as well. Of course they were. They didn't give a fuck like I get to convert to Christianity. Yeah, convert to Catholicism or my mate with a gun's gonna stab you. He's gonna fucking stab you with a blade on him with his gun because we're not gonna waste a bullet on you. Now right. let's let's so, not forget that's how most religions were spread at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By look at Roman Catholic Church was spread by the Romans. Yeah, I mean um, and, and and Islam was the same across yeah. the period. Uh, Christianity was very much butchering the had. Ottoman Empire was yeah, uh, yeah. Convert or die. Yeah. You know? Um so yeah, it's it's but you go and like, oh, you look at, I think it is through the 21st century, you go, well, these priests will be peaceful and like, they're not today's missionaries. They're not these white <laughs> saviours that are going to African countries and going, we can build you a well and bring you water if you believe in the word of God. Kind of the same thing, like, <laughs> you don't convert, we're not building you a well, dickhead. Get a fucking dry, yeah. die of thirst. Yeah, um, but, yeah, they would corrupt as fuck. They're just going, we get the power, we get the fucking control. That, that's what they were after. Religion wasn't about being God-fearing and, and thing. It was about the elites in control, the priest, the priesthood. I mean, being a ruling class. And it was definitely a, a caste society. I mean, back, don't get back at that time as well. You had kings and queens all over Europe that were shit scared of the Pope in Italy. Not Henry VIII. Well, no, he's, he's the one like, that, fuck you. I'm going to everybody else for going to King James Bible. Um, you know, you're, you're the king of a nation. You're the absolute authority of a nation. But you bow and kiss the ring of the yeah. of the Pope <laughs> on his finger. Yeah, yeah, the one on his finger. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like I'm not, I'm not really. I think you are looking through a 21st century lens there. Like these priests of peaceful missionaries, they're not. They're corrupt fuckers. I mean, don't get the the Spanish Inquisition used to torture people. Um, and they were priests, they were members of the cloth that tortured people. Um, but, but they were getting... We had it in, the, we had it in witch finders in, the, in England. But th th this is how you spread the word of God. The, the word of God was spread through fear. Whatever your iteration of God was, whether it was... Do you believe in God or do you want all these red-up pork up your arse? Oh yeah, I believe in God, mate. Yeah, I believe, totally believe in him. I think now's a good time to circle back to your list of why Columbus is a cunt. This is the favourite part of the video. <laughs> God, <laughs> I know early on you were going to go into early and you went, yeah, I'll hold it back. I think this is the perfect time for it now. So, normally I'd go to 1892, 1894, 1890 and talk about his voyages. But do you know what? I think it's probably just a good time to go, here's the Cliff Notes. Yep, let's have the Cliff Notes. Go yeah. on. So, no, I've, got, I've got one. It's not in my notes here. Unless it's further down. I've got to it yet, but... I've got one about a woman 
that he gave away. This um, I'll, I'll go number one. Well then. So this is late breaking battle of news. Number one. Columbus kidnapped a Korean woman and gave her to a crew member to rape. Yep. So. But with his excuse for us, she was a bit too feisty and needed a world breaking. I will tell you. So, um, it's a Bergen quotes Michael DeCunio. Now, Michael DeCunio, I think, was a. Uh, well, I need to remember who Michael DeCunio is. But he had a diary and he, he basically yeah. explained what had happened. So, Michael DeCunio, he participated in the expedition to America on the second expedition. Yeah. And what he said was, <clears throat> while I was in the boat, I captured a very beautiful woman whom the Lord Admiral Columbus gave to me. Uh, when I'd taken her to my cabin, she was naked, as was their custom. So they were naked the whole yeah, time. Yeah. So yeah. that's fine. I was filled with desire to take my pleasure with her and attempt to satisfy my desire. She was unwilling. And so treat me with her nails and I wish I'd never begun and I took a piece of rope whipped her soundly and let her forth such incredible screams that you would not even believe your ears eventually she came to such terms I assure you that you would have thought she'd been brought up in a school for whores Jesus Christ now I see this woman I liked her so good old Lord Admiral Nelson, uh, Columbus gave it to me. You can have her. Yeah. Um, so I took her to my quarters, tried my way with her, but uh, she didn't want it. So I whipped her, <laughs> and then we came to terms. He didn't come to terms, mate. She wanted the fucking whipping to stop. <laughs> Rape was easier than whipping. And then he went, oh, well, honestly, you thought she'd been brought up in a school for horse. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Unbelievable. Um, Jesus. You brought this up. <laughs> I'm going to say this now. I've got two daughters, right? And a son, who I would bring them up respectfully. I've, I've, I've got two sons who I brought up to respect and honour women. You no. know, it's, it's It doesn't matter if this was 14th, 15th, 16th century. It doesn't matter. There is no... That, I know we were talking about slavery and looking through a 15th century lens because it's time and This is not good in any time. It was never good in any time. <coughs> Never, but, this was never acceptable in any period. But it's Columbus's ship, it's Columbus's law, and he's alright with this. And he was like, You could take her. Yeah, you have her, she's mine to give away. So, the first thing you'd say is, He was, in today's law, I mean, it's not the same thing, but in today's law, you, you'd, you'd, be, you'd be imprisoned for years and years because it, it's trafficking. Yeah, it, it, it's slavery, it's sexual slavery. Like, it's I'm a fucking pimp. pimp. He's a pimp going, <laughs> take her with that money, you know. Um, but that's the, this is, do, do to know what that might make you, might make you uh, smile with, with hate. Mm. This is not even the worst. This is the, oh, far from the worst. Oh, for fuck's sake, i on them. So, you know about number two, you've already mentioned it. But on Hispaniola, a member of the Columbus crew publicly cut, publicly cut off an Indian's ear to shock others. So, after an attack, by more than 2,000 Indians, Columbus had an underling, Alonso de Ojeda, who brought him to three Indian leaders, whom Columbus had ordered publicly beheaded. Ojeda ordered his men 
to grab another Indian, bring him to the middle of the village, and cut off his ears in retribution for the Indians failing to be helpful to the Spaniards when fording a stream. So he he they wanted to cross a stream, and the natives wouldn't help them. So he beheaded three of them and cut off the ears of another one in the middle of the village. So the whole village could see. And you listen to me, or this is your consequence. Well, that guy can't listen to you. Cut his fucking ears off. Because he can still hear. But um, yeah, all because he couldn't cross a stream. Can can you not get your own men to fjord a stream? Are your no. shoulders, are your, are your soldiers, not able to put some fucking stones and wood down. Uh, it's a stream. Can you not jump across it? No, no. We have to behead three people and cut their ears off because my soldiers are above doing this. And you want Alpers. And that was so again. Columbus didn't do it, but it was under his stewardship. He, he, well, he ordered them to be brought to him for beheading. He did. He might not have ordered the ears cutting off, but he didn't fucking abolish him for it. And there's more. And if this guy thinks that's an okay thing to do, that's because the things he's seen under Columbus's command and the culture that Columbus has created. That means this is an acceptable thing to do. I do think at this point, though, probably at this point, that the the it's basically men who were under clumsy stewardship had lost respect for him and kind of run right a little bit. And he was like, the best way to keep my troops under control is to kind of acquiesce and give them what they want because then they'll listen to me more. You think it's getting a bit Wild West at this point? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is Wild West. Soldiers are going, why am I taking orders from you? I can just fucking walk three miles over that way and set my own village, dickhead. And I can shout that all these women, why am I listening to you? Why am I listening to you? So it kind of gets to the point as to where he's like, okay, to to maintain... Kind of lost control a bit. I'll give you what you want. But it's not right under any circumstance. Um, Number two. Number three, sorry. Columbus kidnapped and enslaved more than a thousand people in Hispaniola. Now, slavery, so America, before you even start, the founding fathers of America had slaves, mm-hmm. right? So slavery here, America was built on people who had slaves. They might treat them nicely. Yeah, but it was still. But they're still slaves. It uh, wasn't illegal. Yeah, there's, there's it was still illegal People talk about the Civil War was to abolish slavery. It actually wasn't, it was, it was about a republic over independence yeah it's about the uh, are we an independent public or do we stay ruled by the crown um we kind of brought this up on a, a video when this gets released it's still what we released the georgia guy starts talked about yeah yeah we've still got that to come yeah, out yeah. yeah so um but yeah so like and people like to romanticize the civil war was about ending slavery it won't it was about is america independent from the british crown that's that's what the war ultimate that's ultimately what it was Inside of that was, you know, North, East, South, slave owners. Not George Washington was a slave owner when he wrote the American Constitution. Um, although he knew, he wrote it to phase out slavery. The Constitution was wrote to phase out slavery over time. Yeah. He, but he was a slave owner at the time. He was. Um, to abolish slavery would have lost him a lot of money, but if you phase out over time, then he can manage the loss. Um, so yeah, the founding fathers was not all of them, but some of them. Well, George Washington was a slave owner, but he knew in ten years' time slavery won't be a thing. But it was still built with the thing is though, it was still legal. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an illegal act. No, no, no. no. But it was an unethical act. Yeah. Um, but 
According to Cuneo, Columbus ordered 1,500 men and women who were seized, like 400 go, and sent 500 to Spain, uh, with another 600 being slain by Spanish men remaining on the island. 200 of the 500 sent to Spain died on the voyage and were thrown into the Atlantic under the stewardship of, of, of the, of the state. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a slave case thing at the time, wasn't it? Horrific conditions, dysent- one person gets dysentery, it spreads through the ship, it all fucking die, and you just throw them overboard to stop the spread of dysentery. When you keep a dead body there that spreads more disease, you throw it overboard, because they're not human. They're slaves, they're not human. That's, that's, how, they <clears throat> looked at, that's how they looked at them. And, and the next thing has got some, um, for me personally, when I read the next thing out, is it probably been true to you regarding some biblical and historical mm-hmm. things that happen here as well. Um, Columbus forced um, Indians to collect gold for him or die. Now, originally he didn't leave to look for gold, but when he found it... Yeah, I mean, he, he originally left to find a quick passage to the Orient to get spices. Yeah. Um, that, you know, it was fucking wrong, as all the experts were saying before he set off. You're thinking too small, mate, it's a lot bigger than that. Um, but when he landed in the Bahamas and Espanola and stuff, it's like, there's no spice it, it's a fucking lot of gold. Fuck, there's loads of gold. And didn't he kill people or dismember them if they didn't bring their daily allowance of gold back? I don't think I can answer that, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine. So, um, so Columbus ordered every Indian. Uh, just, just for myself personally, I'm just, can we just replace Indian with native? Yes. Columbus called them Indians because he thought he was in Asia. Well, I'm talking Columbus to speak, but yes, yeah, we'll call them natives. Yeah, let's call them natives. Just, just, I think it's a bit more respectful to call them natives because it's that American Indians and it's all because Columbus thought he were in Asia. Yeah. So he so, named them Indians. So, so yeah, just natives. Columbus ordered a native over 14 to give large quantities of gold to the Spanish on pain of death. Those in regions with that much gold were allowed to give cotton instead. So that's slave trade of cotton slave trade mm-hmm. came next. Participants in the system were given a standard copper or brass token to wear around their neck which became a symbol of intolerable shame. Now, that is biblical. Right. That's so, the, the Star of David and the you had to, it became a, a Nazi thing, you, you were fucking stamped with this intolerance um, you had a tattoo, you had yeah, I mean, did the Jews of the Star of David armband to wear during Nazi occupation? Yeah, and and you got the pig triangle, and this this intolerant thing. So, uh, uh, tattoo within the within the gas chambers. It's like, you know, it, it, it's a continuation of of you are a caste society. You are nothing. You are yeah. you are shameful. We are we are the society. You're nothing to us. And, and if you couldn't bring your gold, you had to wear this thing around your neck. And in fact, most of the time, when they, he, he forced the Indians to leave their settlements, or, or mm-hmm. not the Indians, apologies, we've already discussed, the natives, to leave their settlements to go forage for gold. And it meant that when they were doing so, they weren't looking after their crops, they weren't looking after their family, yeah. the crops all died, became pestilent. Um, and he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit about that. He just wants the gold. He's taking the gold. Because he's about to live in Cadiz, so he's yeah. fine. And, and and if you couldn't give your daily quarter of gold, you had to wear this thing around your neck to say, 
I'm, I'm a failure. I'm a shit worker. And then you get, you know, you're, I don't know, probably not the case, but you finish finish your shift down gold mine, go for a fucking nice cold beer afterwards with mobs. Lads don't want to sit with you because you've got that medallion round your neck. You're wearing that talker, so now you're shunned and ostracised by your social group. You're a bit, I'm a problem. Probably go for a beer after work, but I'm using it as an example. But, you know, your, your friendship groups, your well, social breaks, groups. So I know, yeah. yeah, but your friendship groups, your social groups, now I don't want to know you because you've got this token around your neck. And I don't want to be, I'm a good worker, I bring my gold home every day. I don't want the Spanish thing. I, I, I don't want the Spanish thing, I'm part of you. I don't want them looking at me like I only just reached my quota yesterday. I don't want fucking. I don't be next to you, mate. I've seen you hanging around with you. I'm gonna get that fucking tomorrow. Like no. Now, the next one is. This is probably, out of all of them, this this kind of. It, it, Fuck me, sorry. I know we don't read each other's research. I've just read the headline that you've got there. Feet number five. Yeah. Fuck me. So this this. I don't know. This is probably the hardest one because it was by choice, and. So, oh, so around yeah, about, I mean, around about. They say by choice, but <laughs> not much of a choice. <laughs> but if you imagine the so, 1500, I mean, I think it's a protest. Right, yeah. So fifteen hundreds. How many people were in the world? Less than a billion. Mm-hmm. Five hundred billion, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but say, but let's say a billion, right? I reckon you're probably closer to five hundred million. It wasn't many five. You know, we we double like I think in the nineteen hundreds was only less than one point two billion or something, wasn't there? there wasn't yeah, so million. I think you're closer. Maybe four, five, probably even three hundred million at that point. I don't know. Yeah, so well, let's just say a half a billion for the same. Yeah, it's five hundred million. Okay. Ten yeah. percent of the world's population we're talking about now. Yeah, fifty thousand people. Fifty thousand. So again, we're replacing Indians with with Native. natives. Fifty thousand natives committed mass suicide rather. And comply with the Spanish. The, the natives destroyed their stores of bread so that neither they nor the invaders would be able to eat. They plunged off cliffs, they poisoned themselves with roots, they starved themselves to death. Oppressed by the impossible requirements to deliver tributes of gold, the natives were no longer able to tend their fields or care for their sick, children or elderly. They had given up and committed mass suicide to avoid being killed or captured by Christians. And to avoid sharing the land with them, their fields, groves, breaches, forests, and women, and the future of their people. So they thought the easiest way out it is to starve right. myself to death. I've got three choices. I can mine gold and make my daily quarter that is becoming increasingly impossible. Because mm-hmm. if they want 10 grams of gold today, they're going to want 12 tomorrow, and 14 the next day, and 16 day after. I'm just going to find the world populace while you're right, talking. Right. So, the gold is like, oh, you've got 10 grams today, we want 11 tomorrow, we want 12, we want 13, we want 40. So it's going to get increasingly impossible. So I'm not doing that. Um, we've got the, the gold, or, right, if you don't mind gold, then you get yourself into slavery. Well, 461 million. So this is more than 10% of the whole world. No, it's 10%. Was it 1%? It'd be 460,000. 1% of the world. 1%. Just under 1% of the world population. Yeah. Still a fucking big number. Yeah. But, yeah, so, well, you've got three choices. Mine gold, an ever increasingly impossible requirement. Be sold as a slave, or kill yourself. It's not much of a choice, but 
killing yourself is a political choice. If that many years are doing it, and you're you're wrecking the fucking fields and the farms before you go, like I'm gonna fucking trash my bread stores, I'm gonna fucking trash my fucking field, I'm gonna poison myself and die. Like fuck you, dickhead. I'm out of here. It's very beef and vendetta, isn't it? So tip my hat to them. It's horrific. But I'll tip, fucking, I'll tip, you I'll tip my steps into them. Like I'd like to think in that situation, I'd have the fucking strength to do the same. To be honest, but. Uh, yeah, that's it's horrific. So people in a situation where they'd rather fucking destroy everything and kill themselves than than carry on in the life you're giving them. And again, it's not necessarily specific to Columbus because I think he lost control, but it was still under Columbus's rule, and yeah. he brought that to the island. Well, he well he, he set the fucking gold mine up and. And sold slaves, so yeah, I'd say it's directly under him. Whether he lost control or not, before he lost control, he set the gold mining up. He set the slave. He set selling slaves up. Now, is so before I get into to point six. Now I know we've got to this point. Mm-hmm. Now, was this? Should we be? Should we be? In fact, I'll ask a question after that because I think it's more important after. Actually, yeah. I'll ask the rest, and then I think that's going to be a discussion point actually. Quite a serious discussion, oh. actually. Um, so we're going to go to the next one. So it says 56 years after Columbus's first voyage, only 500 out of 300,000 indigenous remained on the Hispaniola. Only 500. So when he first landed, there was a population of 300,000 native people. Yeah. And 56 years later, there was only 500 left. Yeah. It's not a tyrant, it's a genocidal maniac. That's genocide. Yeah. You were wiped out. What, what's the fucking percentage of that? So it says here, so population figures from 500 years ago are pretty imprecise. It says, it says. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not but, like that a census and stuff. But but the estimate was about there was about three hundred thousand inhabitants of Hispaniola in fourteen ninety two, and so between fourteen ninety four and fourteen ninety six, one hundred thousand. So thirty three percent of the population died after. No. Yeah. So between fourteen ninety four and fourteen ninety six, a hundred thousand so, died. So within four years of arriving. A third of a third of the population had died. Half due to mass suicide. In fifteen oh eight the population was down to sixty thousand. By fifteen forty eight it was estimated to be only five hundred. Fucking hell. Is there any natives left on the Spaniola? So it's, it's understandable some natives fled to the mountains to avoid the Spanish troops, only to have dogs set upon them by Columbus's men. Which it's not a big leap to suggest Columbus ordered that. But it's his men. His men, the following is all. He may have lost control, but it's still his stewardship. Yeah. You know. Oh, um, if it's not, if it's not his orders, he set up that culture where it's perfectly acceptable to do that. Yeah. Or allowed that culture to blossom. Um, number seven is also he wasn't just a cunt. Yes, I ordered him cunt, and if it upsets yeah. you, I'm fucking sorry, cunt. Forget <laughs> if you upset it by me saying the word cunt. I'm quite upset by the fact. <laughs> You wiped out 300,000 natives down to 500. I'm upset that 50,000 people commit suicide rather than live under his fucking rule. Right? 
you, we're putting all this out and you're upset by the word cunt. Go look in the mirror and have a fucking word with yourself. No, 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 no. Uh, quite simply, if you're upset by the word cunt, it means you really are a cunt. Um, but it, was, it wasn't, he didn't just cause trouble for the indigenous people. Also, as you brought up earlier, when they went, you're a cunt, from, from the Spanish... Uh, from, um, uh, yeah, so he hung half his crew. He said, it was also pretty terrible to his own Spanish people. Yeah, I mean, he hung half his crew because they were trying to mutiny. it. So, so, so it, it pales in comparison, realistically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he said, he all the, he said, doesn't Spaniards be whipped in public, tied by the neck, bound together by their feet, for trading gold for food. So the Spanish were going, if you give me your gold, I'll give you some food to the indigenous people. And they were like, no, can't have that shit. Have my gold. That's give me my gold back. Yeah. What do you think you're doing? Feeding these I pay you. People. I pay you to get my gold. You don't take gold you send. And don't pay. Don't, don't feed the indigenous. When they're limiting their food, they get enough food every day. Listen, ultimately, if they're not fucking happy, they can commit suicide with the rest of the cunts. You know what I mean? That's... That's pretty much what it said. So, another woman was stripped and placed in the back of a donkey to be whipped as punishment for falsely claiming to be pregnant. He ordered Spaniards to be hanged for stealing bread, which, quite frankly, that was typical. That was a typical time. Common, yeah, yeah. A common thing, so I'm not going to have him destroyed for that. You've mentioned this already. He even ordered the ears and nose of, of a particular miscreant. Mm-hmm. Um, was whipped, shackled, and banished from the island. He ordered, so we weren't just banished from the island, we were sold into slavery. Yeah. He ordered a cabin boy's hand nailed in public to the spot where he'd pulled a trap from a river and caught a fish. So I'm feeding myself. Oh, that fucking thing. <laughs> no. Whippings for minor infractions occurred while alarming frequency. Columbus ordered one wrongdoer to receive a hundred lashes, which could be fatal, for stealing a sheep. And another for lying about it. Um, the man's a fucking madman. And a lucky fellow named Juan Moreno received a hundred lashes for failing to gather enough food for Columbus's pantry. And you celebrate this guy, America? This what the, the fuck is wrong with you? Now, now I'm <clears> not <throat> going to let you read the next one. Go on. Right? But I'm going to look this way while you're How old am I... So, you know, how old are my daughters? Seven. That's my first one. And the other one's nearly ten. Nearly ten, yeah. If you've got seven of the twin boy and girls. Yeah. And then ten year old, yeah. So, my daughter's ten in two weeks. So, by the time this video is out, it'll be four days till my daughter's ten. And my other daughter will be eight, four weeks after. So, really, when this video goes out, I've got a eight year old and, ten. and a ten year old. Yeah. So, this one says... This is, this is, this is what, this gets me the most, this one. Right. So I'm getting angry at the end of the rest, but go on. Settlers under Columbus sold nine and ten-year-old girls into sexual slavery. He admitted it himself in the Dona Juan del Toro, a friend of the Spanish Queen. There are plenty of dealers who go back looking for girls, those from nine to ten and now in demand. For old ages, a good price must be paid. So he himself admitted nine to ten year olds would be sold to a decent bidder for a sex slave. So is a a slave trader a pimp? 
a genocidal maniac, a sadomasochist, and a paedophile. In 21st century lens, yes. Yeah. You guys celebrate him. So, this, this, one, this one's quite personal, really, because, again, you know, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got two girls, and same age, and the thought, the thought like, I'm looking at my nine-year-old, who's nearly ten, thinking, she's so innocent to the world that this, that the, this just blows my mind that this is okay. It, I cannot even... It's uncomprehensible, absolutely uncomprehensible to me that I've got a ten-year-old girl, nearly ten-year-old girl, and that she'd be physically, emotionally ready for anything like this whatsoever. What the emotional and physical impact of her, the rest of her life would be, and the fact that just she'd be one of the fifty thousand at fourteen years old, just jumping off a bridge. Because how could you even consider that life would be okay after that point? It's it's absolutely, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Right? I know we're talking for twenty first century. This was not right in the fifteenth century. This was not right in the sixteenth century. This this is under Christian rule. How is this okay? It's not okay under under any any rule. Got to make a joke about all the boys and priests then, but it's it's not the right place for it. But it hasn't it hasn't stopped. I <laughs> I, I anyone that watches this channel regularly knows that I, I tend to I, I enjoy getting angry. I like mm. flying off and getting angry at things, and this should be something I'm getting angry at, and and I'm not. I'm just sat here quietly, and it's not because I'm it's not angry. I'm just seething with rage. This is. This is, you know, you get, you get out of anger, and it was like anger, you just got that cold fucking rage. Like this is, you guys celebrate this guy, America, you celebrate this guy, and then have the fucking cheek to call yourself the land of the free, while having this cunt as a national holiday. Shake your fucking heads. One more, I mean. It's not as deep and dark as that one because that's really personal. That one, to yeah. Be fair. <clears throat> um, so number nine, Indian slaves. Sorry, I can't have fucking. I'm just reading from. Gosh, you're reading it, yeah. Um, Native slaves beheaded when the Spanish captors couldn't be bothered to untie them. So, a hist- so Benjamin Keener, historian of the Spanish conquest of the Americas, noted that multiple sources confirm accounts of exhausted native carriers chained by the neck whose heads the Spaniards severed from their bodies so they didn't have to stop to untie them so they're, they're walking them they're fucking tired it's like just fucking lock the head off we'd have to stop we'll keep on walking a deterrent for everybody else you'll keep on walking no matter how fucking tired you are the minute you slide, slow down you lose your head yeah this, this is Again, even through 15th century lens of slavery is legal and it's done by God and all that shit, this is barbaric. No. You can see why the king fucking arrested him and brought him home and chained on his own ship and shame. It, it's weird though that the ch- he, he knew all this and went, I think you could still make me rich. Well, I'm going to get to the fourth voyage because he did all this and this is why he got arrested. 
chained up, sent home in shame on his own ship. And then, for all of this, he spent six weeks in prison. But and then sat off on another voyage. I'd like to get to your point. I just want to make one more point. I literally, yeah. I don't have much more after this. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a young Catholic priest named uh, Bartolome de, de la Casas uh, transcribed Columbus's journals and later wrote about the violence he witnessed. Uh, the fact that such crimes could potentially go unnoticed by generations was deeply troubling to him. So he expanded upon the extent of Columbus's so, so, Look at it. We keep going about we're looking at 15th century society through a 21st century lens. Something the 15th century went, this is deeply troubling. Yes, absolutely. So he expanded upon the extent of Columbus's reign of terror with his multi volume book entitled The History of the Indies. Now, to be very sure, me and you always going about if there's a book involved, the money, the money. Yeah, yeah, this, this, this wasn't. There was yeah. no money when he made here. No. This is, this is different. He said, there were 60,000 people living on this island, including the natives, so that from 1494 to 1508, over 3 million people had perished from war, slavery and the mines. Who in future generations will believe this? I myself writing it as knowledgeable eyewitness can hardly believe it. So he's saying there was over 3 million people and they were down to 60,000 after only 14 years after he turned up. This is just... No fucking words. Now, I'm going to say this. And, and I brought this myself. Right, and I brought this myself. People keep saying to me... Or, well, I read a lot of this about people who were saying about, about Christopher Columbus. They're saying, you need to remember, he was a product of his time. Right? The man of his time, a Catholic priest of his time, is going this. Catholic priest who believed if you weren't baptised, you weren't human, therefore could be sold into slavery. And the Catholic priest is recording this going, this is fucking wrong. Let me ask you a question. The Catholic priest of the time is saying it was wrong. Okay, let me ask you a question. In the year 2450, in the year 2450 mm-hmm. we're going forward in time, do you think people 500 years after the fact will go back and go, uh, Hitler was a man of his time? Oh, Stalin was a man of his time. Pot no, no, Pot no, was no. a man of his time. No, they committed a miracle atrocity. Even now, it's like what we're nearly, nearly hundred years away from Hitler. In eighty years, well, seven. No, no, in, in what in it was ninety three. Eighteen years, eighteen years time. Yeah, it'll be a hundred. No, sixteen years time. It'll be a hundred years since Hitler came to power. Yeah, but it's twenty five years time since he first started the the, the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's a hundred years time. We, we don't look back on that now. Like it's almost 82 years ago when Hitler came to power. We don't look back on it and go, well, he was a product of his time, wasn't he? No. I think right. Hitler, we don't go, he was a product of his time, or Pol Pot, or Stalin, they don't go, product of the time. We just had the German election a couple of weeks ago. Right? Now, their parliament is really complicated how it's put together. Right? So it's always a coalition, I think. Is the German Parliament because for the simple fact is we've had two world wars and Germany started both of them, so they've changed their parliamentary system so they can never do it again. It's always a coalition. Yeah. Um. That's because you know we 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 started two world wars. <laughs> we're not going to start a third. <laughs> um. But we don't look back and go well. 
like Germany, we look at Germany today as an economic leader. It's, yeah. uh, it's a financial, it's the Bank of Europe, but pretty much is Germany. It's doing an incredible job of rising from the Second World War, actually. Yeah, yeah, you can argue, I know some far right will argue that um, the Germany's economic control of Europe is the Fourth Reich, um, but they're far right. Not so That's a different video. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, we don't, but we don't paint Germans today with the brush of Hitler. But at the same point, we don't go, well, Hitler were a product of his time. No, anybody, Hitler was fucking evil. Anybody who says Columbus was a product of his time need to remember that even the Spanish royalty were going, fucking hell, this has gone far too far. Even they were like, this is fucking bad. Arrested him, <laughs> threw him in prison. And then <laughs> let him out for like six weeks later for another voyage. What on his own boat? It's like, bring it back on his own boat. This guy, he, he's fucked. He's absolutely yeah. fucked. And as you said earlier in the video, it's like, you can go back, but... You're a naughty man. <laughs> yeah, no, his, his third voice went like, you can go back, but you, you're not a governor. <laughs> but we'll send you back again on a fourth voyage, but you're not being a governor. I'm like, what the fuck? So, Badger. I've, 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 I've really, realistically, and that's, I've got through most of them. That is not comprehensive. No, But no. that is, that is. That's like his top 10 of his worst crimes. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, that's, a, that's, was, that's well rounded. It paints a picture, a, yeah. a definitive picture of the man. Yeah. Now, as I said, not necessarily they were committed by Columbus. but it was Under the, his rule or in the cult that he created yeah. um, or under his orders. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after all that, he was uh, transported, he was put in chains, put aboard the LaGuardia. His own ship. They returned to Spain and lingered in jail for six weeks before King Ferdinand ordered their release. But it was six weeks for that. Now I'm guessing six weeks in a 15th century prison is fucking horrific. But he will, he he's will. also one of the king's favourites, so I bet it would trek well. Yeah, it, quite noble. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. Um, so six weeks before King Ferdinand ordered their release. Not long after the King and Queen summoned Columbus brothers to Alhambra Palace in Granada, there the royal couple heard the brothers' pleas, restored their freedom and wealth, and after much persuasion, agreed to fund Columbus's fall voyage. <laughs> but the door was firmly shut on Columbus's role, Columbus's role as a governor. So, his fall voyage, 1502 to 1504. Columbus made a fourth voyage nominally in search of the Strait of Malaga to the Indian Ocean. Accompanied by his brother Bartolomeo and his 13-year-old son Fernando, he left Cadiz on 11th May 1502 with his flagship Santa Maria and the vessels Galaga, Vizcania and Santiago de Palos. He sailed to Azilla on the Moroccan coast to rescue Portuguese soldiers whom he had heard were under attack by the Moors. On 15th of June, they landed at Carbet on the island of Martinique. A hurricane was brewing, so he continued on, hoping to find shelter on Hispaniola. He arrived at Santo Domingo on 29th of June, but was denied port. And don't get on Hispaniola, the island he discovered. And they went, fuck off, you're not coming in. You're a cunt. <laughs> We're not having you back here. <laughs> um, and the new governor refused to listen to his storm prediction. Instead, while Columbus's ships sheltered at the mouth of the Rio Jana, the first Spanish treasure fleet sailed into the hurricane. 
Columbus's ships survived with only minor damage, while 29 of the 30 ships in the governor's gold fleet were lost to storm on the 1st of July. Wow. In addition to the ships, 500 lives, including that of Francisco de Babadilla, who we mentioned earlier, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and an immense cargo of gold were surrendered to the sea. Sunk. Columbus left for Hispaniola on 16th of April, heading north. On 10th of May, he sighted the Cayman Islands, naming them Las Tortugas, after the numerous sea turtles there. His ships next sustained more damage in the storm off the coast of Cuba. Unable to travel further, on the 25th of June, 1503, they were beached in St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica. This is <laughs> You're about how much of a cunt you are? And we're going like, oh, it's through a 15th century, uh, the 15th century lens uh, at the time. Well, they wouldn't let him in port in the island he fucking found him. Like, you're not coming in, sunshine. Right. He's up to beach his ships because they're just unsaleable now. For one year, Columbus and his men remained stranded on Jamaica. He sounds like a pleasant person who would be welcomed. A Spaniard, Diego Mendez, and some natives paddled a canoe to get help from Hispaniola. The governor, Nicolas de Ovendo y Ceceres, detested Columbus and obstructed all efforts to rescue him and his men. Good. In the meantime, Columbus, in a desperate effort to induce the natives to continue provisioning him and his hungry men, won their favour by predicting the lunar eclipse for the 29th of February 1504 using Abraham Zacuto's astronomical charts. Help finally arrived, no thanks to the governor, on 29th of June 1504, and Columbus and his men arrived in Sanuka, Spain on 7th of November. So his fourth voyage was absolutely fucked. And he predicted, it shows his prowess as a sailor because he predicted the hurricane and the one led me to Espanola, and he's like, look, you need to let me in because I'm at the mouth of the harbour because it's protecting me from the hurricane that's coming. And if you don't let me in, the Spanish fleet, the gold fleet has to go past you and lose a lot. And I went, nope, not this to your lives. You're not coming in. Tell the Spanish fleet to keep moving. And they did, and 29 out of 30 ships. It must have been a horrific storm to lose 30, 29 ships. Depends how close they are together and... But yeah, the be, but it's a hurricane, not a storm, it's a hurricane. Yeah, no, but... Alright, but he predicted it and said it's coming and the one listened to him, so he parked his ship over fucking Malfa Harbour. But if you can let that Spanish fleet in, he has to let me in so they can come in. And then when the Spanish fleet can go to the next port, we don't believe there's a hurricane coming, you're lying. And then the Gulf fleet got sunk. And then, you know, slaughtered and genocided natives, but... He was stuck for a year because no one had come and rescue him. He's very pleasant, you see. And then he was really nice and predicted a lunar eclipse. So, oh, magic man, he, he commands the sky, yeah, we'll help you. Um, <laughs> magic man. Sky daddy. Yeah. No, the moon's going to go out tonight. No, the moon's always there. Watch. <gasps> the moon went out. He must know. He's, he's got yeah, so the natives helped him then. You know, surprisingly, he did fucking try and kill half of them first. Um, so his later life I've got here Okay. during a violent storm on his first return voyage Columbus then 41 suffered an attack of what was believed at the time to be gout 
In subsequent years, he was plagued with what was thought to be influenza and other fevers, bleeding from the eyes, temporary blindness, and prolonged attacks of gout. That's a funny COVID. The attacks increased in duration and severity, sometimes leaving Columbus bedridden for months at a time and accumulating his death 14 years later. 55? Yeah. Remember about that, I think. But that would have been a very average day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of running that pit. So. That's the end of my notes now, that. That's it. So I just want to quickly say as well, um, we mentioned earlier that there was a a Catholic guy who was writing that on the island there was 3 million people. By the time he left after after several Mm -hmm. years, it was only 50,000 people. It wasn't because Columbus was slaughtered them all. Columbus. Had sold them into slavery or. Well, there was that, but then they also brought in. Smallpox, diphtheria, influenza, pneumonia, typhoid, chickenpox, yeah. mumps. All these. It was all the eastern diseases that came to the Americas. Well, that the never existed diseases, there. Yeah. yeah. So they brought them into 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 the Americas, and like we've never seen these diseases before, and they literally had absolutely no And it wasn't even like, oh, you bring Spanish flu over to the UK. Well, we've got UK flu, so we've got some kind of resistance to it. Like, no, they had no influenza at all. They'd never seen it before. It never existed before. It so, was... you know, I mean, and it, it just basically ripped through their whole communities. It ripped through everything. Yeah, I mean, this was the, um, this what killed the, the Mayan civilization from the conquistadors. The Spanish conquistadors went to the Mayan civilization, didn't they? Smallpox, well, they, they killed a lot of them, but smallpox killed more and Influenza and common cold, like shit like that, just wiped them out. It was 100%, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Do we need to have. Why? Why is Christopher Columbus revered then? So that was a question, you've actually put this as a double header. Yeah, so. We, we, does he believe he. What was the question? Does he believe. Does that believe he discovered that, America? No. No. That's all. He never set foot on it. He got near it once and mistook it for Asia, so carried on. Um, I'm not going to it was a big way set foot on South America. It's a matter of. But, um, you know. but yeah, and. Um, do, do, I, do you believe that it should be revered? Does that believe it should be revered? No. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> um, oh. So, the one thing I would say is, um, due to. So, in hindsight, due to Christopher Columbus, if we, if we if we take all the fucking war crimes, the Milosevic's war crimes out of the equation, Christopher Columbus's importance is it was still a really perilous journey to go there four times. Mm-hmm. It was still a, it was still a marvel that he could do such a thing. Great seafaring captain. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't say great captain, but because he hung half his crew at one point, but. A great sailor, a great navigator, and you know, and opened up so many economic routes for Europe, well, yes. for Spain in particular. But yeah. So, with that, so let's put that into context. So, he, whilst he didn't find America himself, because Americas were found beforehand, but we've already we've already devised. There's a couple of people probably found beforehand. Um, he was pretty much him and his armada that went out there were the sole reason why trade between the Americas and the Europe 
was fun. He found a route there and back. Consistently found a route there and back. Yeah, I mean, he was able if, to create trips. He first went out with three ships, his second voyage went with 17, 17 ships. So, you know, it's you don't, you don't commit 17 ships to a voyage unless you know they're going to make it. And then the, the Spanish fleet that got lost in the hurricane was a fleet with 30 ships because we were following Columbus's route that he planned. Mm-hmm. So, in that perspective, so like, let's put it into the perspective, let's forget about everything else we've talked about the last hour and a half, two hours. The perspective of, j- just for now, just to try and argue more than one side, um, in the perspective of he accidentally found the Americas, but could make his way there and back more than once That's, to create, yeah. create this route. No one else had ever done that. Yeah. So he created a route to a foreign land and over over the next few hundred years trade routes were created and not well, slavery was but trade routes were created were able to go back and forth with a, with a, a way to get their navigation never mind the fact they thought he saw UFOs on mermaids but we got there and back um, and should that be revered should that be, should that scientifically go no no it fucking shouldn't that's like going, oh well yeah, Fred West killed a lot of people, but he uh, fucking Great Lane Patio's one issue should remain for his building work. No, no. Joseph Fritzl held his daughter for 20 years in his basement, but hey, what, he built a fucking sex dungeon with no one knowing. Should that be revered for his building work? Right, and his just, like, just, I'm, I'm asking you to, to, a tiny thing, a tiny thing. I agree with you completely, but I'm asking regarding reverence. Hitler wiped out fucking millions of Jews, but we're vegetarians, so you know, we're climate change friendly. <laughs> Should we be waiting for that? Uh, I could go all day. I'm asking, I'm asking for the, okay. So for the American people who do revere Christopher Columbus, who even know about the story, for all right, all right. His, his ability to find Americas, mm-hmm. and because he found them, Europe and America became connected, created trade routes, yeah. created, um, mass colonisation of the Americas from Europe and America became America because of the ways that we eventually found the ways to get there comfortably and find the navigational route. That that had never been done before. So what you're saying is Christopher Columbus should be revered in America because he made Spain rich. Uh, well he did <laughs> he made Spain rich. <laughs> I'm asking the American I'm, I'm fucking trying here, Patrick. I'm fucking trying and, and, and America, as America as it exists today, would not have existed today if Columbus hadn't wiped out 95% of the native population of the Americas. Yes! <laughs> is that what we're trying to get? Should that be revealed? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> no, it should have been revealed. No, but he created... Like, America wouldn't exist today to bridge that they're going to wipe out the Native Americans. America? Fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I oh, the only, I've only got one question. If America is still having Columbus Day and revering this man in a national holiday, my question is, what the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else. But let, let, okay, let's let's. I'm gonna play. I don't believe it, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah, it's like going Hitler wiped out the Jews, but he did great for the German economy. Uh, <laughs> in 
So when Britain mm-hmm. ruled Britannia, seventy-five percent of the world mm-hmm. was because of the best technology, we were able to take it to places that didn't know, didn't have guns. It did with the navy. Yeah, it ran navy. That, that's what it was. That's why rural Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. Yeah, it was. So. It, we, we had the superior navy. We wiped out the Spanish Armada. We beat. Um, we won the Battle of Waterloo. Um, but there was at one point we'd colonised more than Roman Empire ever did. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, when it, the height of the British Empire, we had one third of the world. Seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent. Oh, I thought yeah. so, one third. So yeah. we we owned three quarters of the world. We had a footprint in three quarters of the world. So. But that was by iron fish rule. That was by fear. That was by yeah. I was creating things like the Maharaja in in India and stuff like this. Is, I'm not you know it's I'm not a British Empire apologist, but I'm not a supporter of it either. Well, I there is, the British Empire brought good to the world, but it brought good to the world by a lot of bad. Yeah, I mean the you world. Know, it was if you look at our Parliament and how we have. How, how the Magna Carta was created and how we brought rights to people that was shared among, among oh, India yeah, yeah. specifically it's like saying that the Roman Empire rolled over fucking Europe and, and the world and created roads and, and, and killed fucking so many people and, and you know Christians from the tigers for entertainment and stuff like that but roads and aqueducts and <laughs> so it's like it's not the British Empire isn't completely evil just like the Roman Empire is completely evil Christopher Columbus was completely. I can't see anything he brought to the Americas um, apart from slavery, suicide, wiping up genocide, and making Spain rich. I would. What say did the natives get? The native, those native countries, it'd have been better off if Columbus never discovered them. Oh, the natives would have been, without a doubt. Yeah. However, look. Like I said, you can argue with the British Empire in like India and Africa. Like, well, we brought. Yes, it was. It, we had horrific crimes and horrific atrocities that that could never be apologised for. Quite frankly, um, but we brought democracy and, and sanitation and, and a, a economy. So, it, I'm not saying it balances out, but it's not all bad, right? Yeah. The Roman Empire devastated lands, ripped apart cultures, destroyed pagans in in England. But brought aqueducts and roads and, and sanitation to some a point as well, and some technology and yeah. stuff, you know, chariots and things like So, yeah, there's, there's some good in there amongst, there's like 2% of good amongst all the bad. There's no good here. What good did Columbus do to the natives? Well, let's ask you this question. So, Columbus, had Columbus not just appeared in in the Americas and then the United States today wouldn't exist in the way that we see it wouldn't have happened yeah 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 and if you think about what the United States has done technologically wise economically wise uh, and the good that they brought to the world what is it being been around for something like 94 years or 89 years and have spent eight of those not at war. That wouldn't do with that. <laughs> However, what I'm saying is, had Columbus not found the Americas, the United States of America wouldn't exist today as it is, because mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been found. Yeah. And if you think about 
what the United States of America. I mean, they've got many, 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 many flaws. They've done lots of genocidal acts in the name of fucking freedom. Freedom. But for the main part, the people who live there are, are, are nice people and they're, they're, they're genuinely trying to do the right things. They've got great medicine. They've created great medicine. They've created no, not anymore. They've sold it to China, but they've still they've still got they've still created technologies. They're something other. Um, and they're still done, they're still born lots of things from their society. And had Columbus not gone from Spain to the Americas, the United States of America and Canada wouldn't have been populated the way it is today. So the world would be a completely vastly different place. So the and argument is that... You're not selling it to me. <laughs> no, no, but the argument is that had Columbus not done what he'd done, the world today would be vastly different. Good or bad, we don't really know what it would look like, but... It would be a completely different place had he had he not made this intrepid journey. He was a twat and a cunt and an absolute thief and a, a fiend that we can't even consider. But by doing that journey and by fucking creating all those crimes that he did on the way, the Americas were populated because the rest of the rest of Europe went, oh, that one's got opportunity. I'm going to go over there. And then the rest of the Western world went, I'm off over to America, because it seems like there's great opportunity there. Taking advantage of the opportunity, by the way. You know, killing off the Native American, 70 million of them died. But but the world, had it not been for Columbus, wouldn't be the world it is today. That's the argument. Yeah, you can't make a wish Columbus had never discovered it. I'm just, I'm, I said devil's advocate. You're not, you're not selling, I know you're playing devil's advocate, yeah. but you're not selling it, selling it to me at all. Like. No, the Vikings landed five hundred years before him. Went, this is not. Oh, this is stone. Oh, these are nice forests. Ooh, these are nice grapes. Ooh, let's go. Oh no, they want to fight us. All right, we'll sit back a bit. Vikings have we normally known in history being bloodthirsty warmongers. But there weren't many of them. And they went, oh no, we'll stand back a bit. They could have fucking gone back and got more, but they didn't. They just went, we're fine with this bit. That the natives have that bit. We'll have this bit. And the natives went, stay up there. and We'll leave the fuck alone. Columbus went, oh, Natives, get on my fucking ship, I'm going to go sell you. If you don't get my ship, I'm going to cut your fucking ears off, give you a hundred lashes, and then rest you're going to fucking cut my ship willingly. Try to be pragmatic. I know you are, but no, it's... it's, it's that's, like, that's like going, you know, Hitler wiped out six million Jews, but he brought economic stability and, and German and nationalistic pride to Germany. Um, ah, fuck it. Let's no, it's it. not. It's, it's an absolute cunt. I'm sorry. There's, I can't see any argument for. Well, if we hadn't discovered America, then we wouldn't have America as we know it now. Is that a bad thing? They celebrate this cunt in the national holiday because he made sure that they existed. So it's like it's like. All right. So you're selling me a world where America today doesn't exist. The America that we know today would be a Native American country. What I'm saying is... But with 50 states, it'd be, 70, it'd be 17 tribes. I'm saying there's a butterfly. Yes, I'll have that, please. <laughs> there's a butterfly. Can I, have that, can I have that alternate reality? So the butterfly effect is, let's just say, that had Columbus not found it, it might have been 100 more years since somebody else found it, and that makes a, a vastly different landscape. Yeah, I'm not seeing the argument. I'll take the 100 years different. I'll take... But no military industrial complex. No, no fucking waging freedom all over the world. Badger, stop being a dick. I agree with you. I'm just arguing the other side of the fucking... But you're not arguing well. 
And not what argument. argument can you give to this genocidal rapist? Pedophile gen genocidal rapist. He's not Pol Pot. No, I think Pol Pot were nice at some point. I'm Pol sure. Pot threw nice dinners. <laughs> he might have done it. There's no record of that. There's no record Columbus did. So I'm gonna ask Adolf Hitler did some nice watercolour paintings. Big bit sloppy on technique and not convicted to not no conviction, but he did some nice tranquil watercolour paintings. In your opinion, he went to Argentina and made babies. But he's still there, as long yeah. I didn't say he made babies, I think he just escaped there, but But um uh, I I've tried. I've tried to be fucking I refuse to try and defend this cunt. And I, I, I wonder which side of the fence Bugs might fall on. I, I, I dare any American in the comments to tell me why you celebrate Columbus Day. It, I can only assume, and this is the only reason. I'm not even on about right why they celebrate Columbus Day. He never found America. I'm past that shit. I don't care that he never stepped foot on continental America. Look at the fucking shit he did, look at the person he wore, and you still want to sell it. Defend that, I fucking dare you. Um, I can only assume the celebration which Roosevelt put in place, what, 1937, whatever it was, um, is because without Columbus, America would not have been founded. That's the only thing I could think of. But it wasn't even his holiday, it was Italian American heritage. So, not only did Columbus. Sailed to, not set foot in America, found, found, discovered the Americas, committed genocide, slavery, barbaric torture, forced work of mining gold. But then when the Italians start celebrating his Italian American heritage, Americans went, well, fucking have that as well then. Like, let's invoke the spirit of Columbus and steal off fucking native people. Uh, yeah, I'm not liking the story. <laughs> <laughs> Budget, I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm not sure you've committed to an answer. Go on. What's the question? Ooh. Does that believe that Christopher Columbus should be revered? I think it's on a hard rep over history <laughs> and I think we need to look at it from a 15th century lens and see that what we consider crimes today are not crimes then and I'm taking the fucking piss. No, this guy should not, this guy should We shouldn't remember his fucking name. We shouldn't remember his fucking name. I never want to hear it again. So to be, so to be absolutely precise, does that believe? <laughs> Christopher Columbus is a cunt. That believes! So it shouldn't be revered? No, not at all. And I think if you revere Christopher Columbus, you should be... Uh, do you know what? Yeah, I, I can't be... I'm going to say this, right? I'm against hate crime laws. Right? I absolutely detest hate crime laws. I think laws and crimes... Laws should be there to give punishment for crimes that have been enacted. Right? If I beat you up... I should get arrested for assault. Yes. If I rob a shop, I should get arrested for robbery. Hate crime is being arrested for what somebody believes you think. Okay. It's like dark crimes in 1985. It's like, no. Minority Report. Yeah, yeah, it's Minority Report. I, I, I hate it. Like, oh yeah, I, I convince you 
I convinced a judge that you hate Stetsons. That's why you beat me up. And I convinced a judge of that, and that's... Oh, yeah, you're not only getting convicted for assault now, you're getting convicted for assault on what you were... What the court thinks, or what the court believes you were thinking. That, that's messy and awful, and I hate hate crimes. That being said... <laughs> anyone who celebrates Columbus Day as a day of venerating this homicidal, paedophile, genocidal cunt should be arrested for a hate crime against humanity. Should go in front of the fucking Hague if you celebrate this holiday. I'm still not getting your point. Are you are you against this man? Does the belief? You've not said it yet. The fucking believes this guy's a cunt. So does the believe he should be reviewed? No, that does not believe. Okay. I think he should be. Not revered! <laughs> <laughs> There's a drawer full of fucking knives there, you <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, I think... Even just on a personal level, we've talked about daughters. I mean, I didn't want to get personal on fucking camera, but... I've got two daughters, and I'm like... It doesn't matter to me. You fucking... The year... Selling nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds into a sex slave because they can bring you money. That on its forget. Well, I'm not going to forget. I mean, that's fucking bad, bad mm-hmm. terminology. Yeah. But put aside. Irrespective to everything else, the the hundreds of thousands of people that died, the slaves he kept, the the, the treatment of the of the, uh, the the people there regarding. Go get me gold. They're going to be fucking struck, mm-hmm. k- killing the street. Just having two daughters and having them sold into sex, sex slave and sex trades and then, then having having this people here going and up in America going this person should be revered it should be celebrated it blows <laughs> my mind that that you know, fuck was it 500 years after Columbus were it now pretty much about 520 years and our police force today advise women to flag down buses or know the law better oh, if a single policeman approaches them. So let me like, like, I'm angry at what the Met Police have said today and then we've got this shit. So let me ask you a quick question. So no, I'm about the Met Police there, just, just look at Wayne Cousins and Sarah Everard, you'll, you'll see why I'm angry. So let me ask you a quick question. So is he in the sex trade selling kids any different to Jeffrey Epstein? Worse. Would Jeffrey Epstein be revered to now as being like he was fucking quality? No, 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 he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. All. But it's worse than Epstein because Epstein. At least Epstein, <laughs> right? But it was it was a secret thing amongst the elites of the world, the Clintons and the Prince Andrew. Allegedly. Well, we we knew they were on those planes. We've seen the flight. But allegedly they did stuff. Not, not we know on the plane. We yeah. knew on the plane called the Lolita Express. We've seen the logbooks. We know they were on them. We know they visited the island. Yes. Right. Um, it was for in secret for the elites. He was bragging in the Spanish court that there's a market for these nine-year-old girls. He wrote it himself. He wrote himself. He did weren't even ashamed by this. No. These people weren't human to him. 
So, as I said, I showed you an hour ago what I wrote. Columbus is a tyrant. I think you've been kind on him. I think you've been too kind on him. I think it, it's... How you can have this man as a national holiday. And I'm not going to get into the argument of it was telling American and then it's so... It's, it's not, it's Indigenous Day. Yeah, yes, go Indigenous Day. Do Indigenous People Day or Native American Day. You celebrate Columbus Day, you're a fucking cunt. His name should just be stripped from the record. He, like any American out there, he never set foot on your land. It might have maybe possibly set foot on South America for a day to make camp before he set off again, right? He never set foot in the United States of America, right? And I know I'm going to America now, not continental America, but it's not continental America that celebrate this. They have Discovery Day or, or they should get rid of fucking right. as well. But Discovery Days, at least this is when we got discovered. They don't celebrate Columbus. Yeah, exactly. Right, because of what he fucking did to them. He never set foot in the United States of America, and yet you celebrate Columbus Day. Why? This guy should, have, should be stripped from the fucking record of your history. He never set foot in the United States of America. He never visited any of your 50 states as they are now. Right? Any of the land they occupy, he never went near, anywhere near. He's a murderous, genocidal, paedophilic cunt. Why, why would you want to celebrate this? It's like fucking... But Badger, but Badger, you're looking at it through the 21st century lens. Not the I don't give a fuck! What lens I'm looking it through? Oh dear. They're not looking through any lens other than fucking blind. You can ask me the question or what? Does that believe CRISPR Cumberland should be revered? Let me ask my kids. Ten year olds, do you think this Peter Bowles should be, should be revered? What do you reckon? Do you reckon he should be. No, 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 yeah, yeah. The kid said no. Kid said no. Fuck me. I mean, Jesus Christ, I. Can you think of anybody else in history that has given this much reverence? No. Through being such a twat? I mean, look, in the UK, have we got anyone in the UK? Can you think of anybody? Do Miss Oval? We know well, they were alive. But then after death we realised yeah. that it's like, <laughs> we're going on, yeah. Let's fucking take his tombstone away, let's hide his body because yeah. we're like, shit, he's going to get... I mean, can you think of anybody else in our history, in the UK history right now, who we know for a fact was an absolute fucking nutcase like this and went, let's revere the twat. Is there anybody can you can think of outside of this? Like, even close? I'm in going as far as European history. Because um, we know our dictators when we know them, but we don't revere them, right? We know our dictators very well. We've got Vlad the Impaler, the fucking Stalin, and Hitler. We've got all these fucking dictators, and we went. Lenin. You are twats. You. Putin today is nowhere near on this level. I don't think he fucking sells ten-year-olds. No, you know what I mean. It's um, no, I can't. And he was so we don't have a fucking national holiday for him. I'm trying to go back to the UK. We don't have national holidays for people, really. But I mean, our 
our bank holidays in the UK. I mean, other than bank holidays. But around seasonal things like May Day and, and yeah, and, and bank holiday. I mean, yeah, don't, like seasonal changes. Or the Queen has a second birthday. Well, all right, that's that, that, a good example. The Queen. We we start. We have a you know we'll get an extra day's holiday next year for the jubilee. Yeah. All right, we get a national holiday next year for the Queen's Jubilee. Now we could argue. Yeah, there's the there's Canadian orphanage that we've not done yet as an episode, and there's the David Icke, the Queen's a reptilian, all that yeah. shit. But that's all conspiracy theory, and and she didn't oversee <laughs> this. Yeah. Nah, there's. I can't think of anyone who's <clears throat> revered like this man, who is quite frankly an yeah. embarrassment to your nation. Very they never walk upon. So, twice today, we've both come down on the same side. Firstly, does I believe find America first? No. No. And does I believe... And not, I'm not talking about the United States of America, continental America. <coughs> no, we didn't. You found the Americas, the islands around continental and, America. And most importantly, should it be revered? God, no. Not at all. I sh- and do you know what? It... Quite frankly, to, to, to just so, go in. I'll just go, like, keep going for all, but we're looking at 15th century bravery through 21st century lens. Right, I'm going to look at America. 21st century America through 21st century lens. Why the fuck are you still revering him? Do you know where I think? I don't I'm glad places aren't. I'm glad Berkeley in California in 92 and, and Albuquerque in 89. I don't. We're, we're not. Do you know what? And, and this, is, this is not America's fault. I'll tell you why it's not America's fault. Do you remember September 11th happened? Right? Mm-hmm. And for the years prevailing September 11th... Very jingoistic. They, yeah, exactly. They only saw the media that they were allowed to see. And it was very much cocooned. They, if they wanted to see different media, they had to get out of the country. Right? I think as well with Columbus, it's similar to the same thing. They're, they're, they're not really... Export, unless you go find it for yourself, there's no medial exposure about what Columbus really it's did. Not, I think, or yeah, what, I mean, we're getting it's not taught in schools, then. or it's not, you know, no one, no one goes to school and goes, you, you celebrate Columbus Day, do you know what he was really like? There's no one going on the media, on the TV going, Columbus was a bit of a dick. He's celebrating. I think, I think that all it comes down to that it's America isn't a country. It's a corporation now, right? But, but yeah, it's a corporation now, but even before that, before you get to that point, it's it's 50 countries playing together. Uh, yeah, if you talk about state divide, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 50 countries playing together that, you know, Alaska might as well be a different fucking country to Idaho that's a different country to Texas. In most expense, yeah. yeah and I know in the UK we've got Yorkshire and the Midlands and... and the Cotwolds and, and but it's ruled by one London. but it's was, while we have I think we have bigger regional accents you could travel 10 miles and see a different regional accent in the UK yeah, yeah with that don't we? right but as much as I'm I'm a fucking Yorkshireman before I'm an Englishman um, it's not really Yorkshire's not really a thing in our politics not yet you know Yorkshire you've got North and South divide but that's it really at the moment. America's always been a collection of 50 gangs. 
I think I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I think having someone like Columbus discovered us, and that's our holidays. It's a it's a unifying thing for a country that's normally pulling in fifty different directions. Yeah, I think you, you need them though, you, and and t- t- quite frankly, maybe that's why it exists. That's that's what I think. Love is why it why it exists. You know, we've got Labour Day. We have. Oh, so we have. They have Labour Day. They have Columbus Day. They have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for fuck's sake, Jesus! <laughs> Let's celebrate the day. No, actually, yeah. Should Columbus be revered in America? Well, you fucking revere the day. You have a celebration week when you wipe out the native population, so why not fucking go for it? In for a penny, in for a pound. This is second of it's a 75 million dying. Yeah, in for a penny, in for a pound. Jesus. Give me a cent, I'll have a dollar. What the fuck are you guys doing? Do you know It's unsurprising when you think of it that way. Fucking. On that bombshell. (laughs) Jesus. We're not going to American viewers left. I don't think we're going to be allowed in America. <laughs> Passport's been revoked. Never mind fucking COVID's passport. Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. I've been Lord Badger. He's been Craig. Until next time, see you there. Ah, oh, you can all fuck off. <laughs>